Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He say how you look on camera. <laughs> like you don't fucking know. <laughs> you don't know, Mr. BT? Come on now. Look at that. There we go. Yo, it's Carnival Launch Day in Toronto. We're back again. Oh, look at that. That's right. Look at that. Black, baby. <laughs> That's perfect. We're practicing happy today. We got a special guest in the building. Yeah. Yeah. The one and only. The one and only. This the original. is an actor. He's a writer. He's a comedian. <laughs> the he hostess of the most every breakfast. <laughs> Oh, Jizzle. He's from Trinidad and Tobago. Correct. Mr. Tobago Slim himself. Mr. Tobago Slim. Mr. Hipster Far Eye. Uh, We got (laughs) John Paul in the building. Me and Norm were at the Marshall Sean Paul concert. Oh, oh my god. god! And she came out and sang it. Yo, Marshall wow. is a completely different experience. It's, yeah, it's like a spiritual experience. It's yeah, not no. just a concert. He's man. he's like, incredible. From time, from time, and the time, whole time, time you're like, yo, how old is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> like, how does he have this motor? This yeah, is insane. Yeah. Yo, it's yo you know, man does not have any cartilage between his knees, eh? For real. The man, yo, when I watch this guy come off stage, he's been dancing and fetting for so long, he's still picking up girls twice his size. I remember. Just with no cartilage? Zero cartilage in between one of his knees. See and how like, Pum Pum is empowering? Do you see? <laughs> no. Pum Pum will make you like. Is it Pum Pum or just Soka? Is it Pum Pum or Soka? No, mm. I think it's a bit of both, but mainly Soka. Soka gives you powers. Pum, pum. But this guy runs off stage after performing and then mm. will fall to the ground like, ah! And will spray his knee with some like. Bengay or something. It's just like the, the stuff Does that Does he I get see. like those shots? In Trinidad, it's called He doesn't get. Sh- I think he gets. Shots you can get outside, like, but uh, during the during yeah. the actual performance, it's like some numbing spray, so he doesn't feel the pain. That's crazy. Uh, so we're t- we're talking like a guy that still fets till this day oh, yeah. in his old Same age. That's actually a good idea. Are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> what to put numbing cream on your body when you need a fet? No, no like you, oh. when you're just hurt. Oh, I thought you were oh. gonna be like when you don't want a nut too soon. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just feeling nothing. I feel like I feel, I feel like some. I feel like some girls do that with their shoes. Like if they're wearing heels and they have to oh. wear heels for a long time, oh. put some like type of numbing cream but on. But then it, so afterwards, then you can't feel. You're your afterward yeah. is afterwards. What if that's what Beyonce does? Cause mm. she'd be performing in Louboutins. Mm. I mean. We're gonna get to that because you you had a spiritual experience yourself of course. this past week. Beyonce is the, the queen. Of <laughs> she is the Marshall. Oh, wow! Maybe she's just a clown. Oh man, ladies and oh, gentlemen, we got Jean Paul in the building. Um, a legend in the Toronto oh, stand-up scene. I appreciate you. Guys. The OG, 
The yes. OG. <laughs> we got to give you your flowers, bro. Without you, you, we probably wouldn't be able to be on these stages. We probably wouldn't even, like, have the guts to do it. So, like... To see you I guys, you, you, Jay, Tricks, all man. you guys, man. You guys paved the way for us, and we're just happy to have you here, man. How Thank you feeling? You, man. Mm -hmm. that, you know what? Uh, everything is happening at the right time, at the right moment for me, and uh, I, I'm, I'm in such a great fucking space that I, I, I couldn't be happier. Than yeah, man. You're working with white people now? Yeah. <laughs> working so with white deserving. people? That's solidified. That's a, you know, that's a structure. The white people, you know, money. I know the white people make you send in like this uh, re request form, the requisition, and then, and then, they, and then they approve it. And then, like, then the money just shows up in your account. Like, wow. like, is, this is this structure? Yeah. Is this, is this <laughs> no, Seeing you that. alongside Sid Sixero and the squad, I'm just like, it just with it's Sid so too, perfect, yeah. Bro. Sid's a great guy. You guys too. have such, such great a, uh, chemistry, yeah. and even uh, is, is D was it Dina? Dina, yeah, Dina. 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 I still Pugliese? don't know how to say her name. Pugliese. 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 Did she retire? She's the yeah. one that retired, she, right? She was doing. She was on there for like sixteen years, yeah. and you know, like that's like every morning she got to be up at like three something in the morning, yeah, and in bed by like nine. Mm. I'm like, man, you've never seen an NBA playoffs in sixteen years, <laughs> no. right? Yeah. God damn, yeah. She had to get drunk so, at night. That's it's right. so <laughs> deserving, bro. Yeah. You I appreciate it, man. Because I mean, from the from was it comedy now? Comedy no. now. From comedy now with the with, with the braids. Well, my was man that, was that braids? where? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I gotta talk to you about this show. <laughs> First of all, that was shot in Toronto. That was shot at Concert Hall, man. At con where's con what's Masonic, Concert Hall now? Well, Masonic, Masonic, Masonic Temple. Temple. It's called Masonic Temple. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is we need a documentary on that place. I we agree. had a documentary on on. I agree. Play the record. We need one on yeah. the Masonic Temple because that place. Has experienced a lot. I remember, mm. so I grew up in Flemington Park, and I remember taking the TTC to go see uh, Toronto Battle New York and Ooh. watch <laughs> Mishy destroy. I can't, I don't even remember the girl's name, but wow. Mishy Me destroyed this girl, and she had on like a fur coat and shit. And uh, and she was supposed to be like this baddest thing, and then Mishy came out with like the the raga, you know, Jamaican, the funk. Jamaican funk, and uh. just it was it was nasty, and the whole place was just full up of Toronto people. Like, you mm. know, it was it was, and then uh, that's back in the day. Of, uh, do they still have Blue Line? Where you take the Blue Line bus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know poverty anymore, brother. I'm oh, sorry. Wow. I'm trying <laughs> <laughs> no, the blue no the, the blue, blue line saved my life, yeah, yeah. saved yeah. my life plenty of night, yeah, especially yeah. coming from government. No ride home to Maple. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Maple. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, brother. Well, Blue line. How long would that take? <laughs> hour and a half, two hours at, at, at three least. in the morning? That's yeah. like hour and a half, two up, hours. You're getting home at like six. Yo, I remember one time I went to government, and this is how determined I was to have fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> had no ride, wasn't allowed to go, still left my house, said I'll deal with the beatings. I don't care. I'm going. <laughs> it was burn the books. You guys remember burn the books? No. It was right before school starts. Burn. Government will always throw this all-ages party <laughs> called burn the books. That was on a Sunday. And then it was at the end of the school year as well. I can't remember yeah. which one I went to, but I went there back in the day, if you know me, partying, sweating like crazy. <laughs> and it's like getting to be like September-ish. Like it's, it's still kind of, it's getting kind of chilly out. So then now I go outside, clothes drenched. It, the oh. wind is cutting through me. Like it's right off the lake. I took too. a homeless person's blanket that they left on the ground. Dog, that's you have scabies. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I don't think you understand. Like I was gonna die of pneumonia. Like it was bad. It was so cold. Well, it, it makes it worse because you were sweating a lot. That's mm -hmm. why it was. Yeah. Like, it made it ten times. Like it was already yeah. cold for just normal. 
clothes yeah. but to have on a t-shirt and dredge yeah no. you'd know about that. you go to a lot of soca fets yes i do so how do you how do you battle this do you bring an extra shirt <laughs> my my rule is pay a dollar for the coat check mm. that's it okay. uh, really, i don't trust them though I've lost I've lost a couple jackets of coach. Nobody said you gotta take a good jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Mm. We're a house robe, no Great. string. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why does it say Hilton on it? <laughs> uh, I was so happy to have had the chance to fet with you in Trinidad. Dude, like, you were like a lifesaver to me. So uh, so uh I know. So back in the day. Oh my god. Back back. <laughs> Couldn't afford Nineteen thirty-three. Norm was cooking for Marshall in Trinidad for Carnival. And I show up. I'm there with my wife, right? And uh, and then I pop out onto the street. And who do I see on Marshall's like VIP extra exclusive exclusive truck? This guy reached out to me like Jesus came out of you know, sun behind Jesus him. Out of so, out of so the Filipino sun flag. Come, him. come, my son, jump on the truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's oh, amazing! Man. That's and, amazing, uh, dude. It was the best because it was the time of social media, so everybody knew I was on top of Marshall's truck. It was right, great. right. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> no, but because Aww. well, for me, I didn't remember. I went there not knowing who Marshall was. I was just like, I'm here for a job. Boom! I don't know the deal, and then you're you're the one that kind of informed me, like, yeah. "Yo, you don't know who you're working." Oh, with, that's bro. when you learned, and yeah. I was like, "Really? Do I have to be concerned, or do I got to really, really?" You're with Michael Jackson. You're with Michael Jackson of Trinidad. I was like, crazy. "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And that's what did I you think about him before then? Before then, I came in like. Che, don't tell me about this guy. I don't care. Mm. I'm just here to do my job. <laughs> I don't want to know about this guy. Yeah. He's just another human being to me. True. So wait, how did you even get that job? We've never spoken about Yeah. That. You've always yeah, like story. talked about cooking for Masha, mm. but you've never said how you got it. So what happened was Che, his manager, mm-hmm. who is my roommate in the same building that Marlon and I used to live in. On 345. And, and 345 <laughs> Dufferin. And he was like, yo, Norm, uh, in Trinidad... They don't have enough vegan food for me. Because like and he's working crazy hours. Yeah. He's working like after fets where yeah. the only vegan food he can eat is like aloe pies and doubles. fucking doubles. But you doubles can't live soup. you know off that yeah. every day, especially during carnival season where he's running back and forth doing all this shit for Michelle. So he's like, please just come on road with me, cook for me, keep me healthy. Cause you know, I lived with the guy for so long. And then as I was cooking for him one day at Michelle's crib. Jay's like, yo, can you whip me something r- real quick? So I just made him something using Marshall's kitchen. And he's like, Marshall comes up. He's like, Jay, why is you hogging a chef? Because <laughs> <laughs> in my kitchen, you're not going to cook me a food. So he's like, all right, cooked him something. Then he's like, oh, God, Jay, I just want him as my chef too. So I'm like, perfect. <laughs> Let's do it. This guy does a perfect <laughs> impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. He spent <laughs> enough time with him. Oh, gosh. He just always sounds stressed. No, he, I always said to him, like, yo, you sound like you're in a... In, in a con- in a perpetual state of, of constipation. The way he said fiber. <laughs> Fibers. <laughs> <laughs> but he's such a <laughs> not more than crying. <laughs> 
No, honestly, there's. Why you say fiber like that? But there's oh. a way that Trinidadians pronounce oh, the letter I in words that like nobody else. Nobody else, but like you know, you have <laughs> I and I, but then that I, Yo, the first time I heard someone say I man was through one of your jokes. Oh, yeah. You see oh, me, Aizaman. And then when I actually heard him say, say it, bro, I died Bad so laugh. hard <laughs> in my soul. I was like, yo, that's Everyone what like, That's JP song. That's J- <laughs> <laughs> like, I. So from that point on, I was like, I need to master the Trinidadian accent if I wanted to do any like impersonations. But the funny thing is, I can't do a Trinidadian accent. It I can only do a Marshall impersonation. That's it. It's hilarious. <laughs> so like, even when I try to do like I could do his mother, but only one thing. Pause, bro. Oh, Whoa. sorry, pause. Whoa. Someone's gonna clip that. That's insane. <laughs> I, could only I can do his mother. I can do his mother. His I can mother do his mother. When he's when she says one thing, it's and it's something that I guess Trinidadians always say at the end of a meal. And it's like I feel in for something sweet. Yeah, <laughs> or right? something sweet. Sweet. <laughs> but yeah, is Isa Man the Trinidadian version of Toronto's a certain man? No, no. Uh, basically, it's just how Trinis talk. Like before you say something, so I, I, the joke I do is, is like I go to see my uncle who I call Isa Man, and mm. I was like, "Hey, uncle, let's go to the beach," and he's like, "Isa Man, who do really like to go to the beach?" And then, Isa Man like to see no next man toes in the sand. So it's just always something you say before something. He's like, "Isa Man," or "I'm, I'm the guy." Or I'm the type of guy that I don't like. True, true, true. So what would be the Jamaican version of Isa Man? I and I. I and I, I and I not deal with no. Yeah, ah, yeah. I and I for sure. It's very <laughs> close. What happens? What happens at, at twelve years old? Why you? Why you start doing comedy? Eddie Murphy, man. Like the phenomena that was. See, I'm I'm slightly older than not slightly. I'm a lot older than you guys. So when Eddie Murphy came out when I was twelve, uh, it changed my entire trajectory, and I was like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And wow. Was the delirious? No, or raw. It was uh, it was before. Del- so it was it was SNL. a mix of SNL. SNL and his first. I don't know if you ever seen his LP, and it's he's got the uh, the flower. The flower, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I listened to that. His impressions on SNL, and then Delirious came, mm. and then Delirious. <laughs> so you were already on board before oh, yeah, Delirious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, when Delirious came oh. out, you must have been like. It was the <laughs> only, f- the first time I've ever like had to stop. Like push pause because I was laughing so hard. Facts, and facts. So I'll give you a funny story about that. So the album before with the flower is here. I ha- this is how old I am. I had it on cassette, and uh, we lived in an apartment building. And my dad's room, my parents' room, were next door. And it, you know, you have like the baseboard heaters, so you could hear everything yeah, in the yeah. next fucking room. Um, and he heard me listening to it. And he came in the room and he's like, and he confiscated it. You know what I mean? In true dad fashion. You got, you too young to be listening to this. You got to listen to this. That Mr. Yeah. T joke is yeah. like five minutes in. Yeah, yeah. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Norman, I want you to come over here and put okay, it in my ass. So the funny part was, fast forward, uh, because I could hear through the vents, I hear my dad listening to it and laughing. And then after, <laughs> and then after he listened to the whole album, he gave it back to me and he's like yeah go ahead this is too good I don't care how old you are this is too good he wanted you to hear the ice cream part (laughs) (laughs) well it's funny because when my nephew's listening to some bad shit I'm like yo stop listening to that that's not good but when I when I 
when I watch it, and it's funny, I'm like, same day, I'm like, actually, no, that one's actually yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> even, even if there's cussing, I'm just like, just just know the difference between good humor and bad humor. And I, and I always tell people, I was the, the name of my biography is going to be Too Stupid to Know Any Better. Because mm. at 12, I was too stupid to know any better. That I didn't know where to go for comedy. I didn't know how to become a comedian. I didn't, know, I didn't even know how to write a joke. I just yeah. know that that's what I wanted to do. Mm. And, and again, I was just too stupid to know any better. <laughs> But it's kind of crazy that he was only six years older than you at the time. Correct, correct. Like that's like backing. Nuts. That's like backing Michael jo- Jackson before he drops Thriller. Yeah. And now you're just like, yo, my mind was blown before. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. is this? But I, but I was always into comedy even before Eddie, because uh, mm. my parents, again, all LPs, and and luckily my parents were cool enough to have George Carlin, Richard Pryor, uh, you know, pre pre monster Bill Cosby, you know, mm. all like <laughs> all of that kind of good shit, you know that it, and. So it kind of shaped my mind, and I was always into comedy before that, too. What's your top five? My top five? uh, I like this. this. Well, Eddie, for sure. Uh, And this is in no particular order. Eddie, Chappelle, Chris, Carlin. I forgot you love Chris. I for, you're the one that loves Chris. I do. Yeah. <laughs> because he's such a technician with words. That's why, sure. I, that's why I told you. Say what you want. I, listen, I'm the, I don't not like Chris Rock. Let me put that out Am there. Am I allowed to I say Cosby? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's separate from I'm sep- what he I'm did. I'm separate. Yeah, I'm yeah, separating. Yeah, separate from what he did. Because he's probably the, he's a pioneer. Great, the greatest natural storyteller I've ever, I've ever and heard. And like the yeah, things that he did for black people in television at that time. Correct. You can't, you can't Bill Cosby, take that away. The, not Bill Cosby, sorry. The Cosby Show made me want to have a black wife and a black family, and mm. and and I tell people to this day that I found my Claire Huxtable. <laughs> you you lit. Oh wow! Her. I found you my found Claire a Claire Huxtable for real. Yeah, yeah. You got yourself <laughs> a Claire. She's smarter than me. She's way better looking than me. Are you a gynecologist in the basement, though? That's that's a. The proper euphemism that I use. Ah, <laughs> come on, hello. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Trinidadians are afraid to eat pum pum as Jamaicans, so no. we're not afraid. No. Well, I'm not afraid. <laughs> Can't speak for everyone. Just put, just put some pepper sauce. In. I'm not afraid. You start know. yelling. But uh, yeah, that, that's what that's what it did for me. So you know, but, uh, but yeah, I'd say that was my top five. I, I, I feel like I'm missing out on somebody, but definitely. Eddie, Pryor, Chappelle, Chris, and I'd say Bill. Where's Patrice on that list? Oh, fuck. Patrice yeah. is like... Have some respect. Yo. <laughs> Have some goddamn there, there's no, there's respect. No Patrice, there's no Patrice or none of them, but Patrice... Uh, and, and again, I, I, I had the luxury of meeting Patrice like <gasps> twice. Yeah. And he was just as as exactly what you would expect it to be Amazing. and expect him to be. Larger than life. Did he make fun of you? Uh, no. Aww. He was too busy making fun of Russell. Nice. Yeah, he, was too busy, he, was too busy, he was too busy crushing so Russell at that time. He's sticking his accents. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I think this is the first time that they had, uh, so it used to just be called JFL. Now it's called JFL Toronto. Before JFL 42. It's called JFL 42. So in the beginning it was called JFL Toronto. And they spent a shit ton of money. And uh, so they had him at the Yuck Yucks. Uh, downtown and Patrice came and he shit all over Russell, which was fucking hilarious. Oh to my me. god! And uh, but he's larger than life, hilarious as shit, completely honest. Like, like everything about him is like you know when 
you say it's like a comedian's comedian, like for like for real, for real. And, yeah. and the only thing I think that stopped him from being as huge as he was, uh, or as huge as he could have been, you know, had not passed as well as he was himself, because he he's too know, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, entirely yeah, yeah. too honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's he's a got zero there's, inner monologue. There's a there's a line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a line. Like you got to play the game in the business if you want to. He hated yeah, it. Yeah. He hated he, every bit of he it. Totally did. Yeah. You know Ron's story with with Patrice O'Neill and Tracy Morgan? No. <laughs> No. We gotta have him here to tell it himself. Yeah, Ron Jossel. Ron yeah. Jossel. Another comedian okay. in Another the city. Amazing OG comedian. Legend. But this guy, uh, I'm, I'm gonna just tell the quick story of it so he can come and tell it himself. But he was hanging out with Tracy Morgan, Roy Day, and <laughs> and uh, Patrice O'Neill. Okay. And Tracy's like, yo, you wanna smoke? So Ron, oh, this would have been in New York when they went yeah. to New York. That's right. So okay. Ron smokes whatever thing smokes. He's like, what is this? He's like, PCP. <laughs> <laughs> Angel does scent. Oh my god! Oh fuck! Oh my so god! next thing you know, these guys have the chicken you know, coop. They're doing their thing, having a good time, and then you know Roy's sober, so he's just like, fuck, you know, it's like watching over them, just being like, Arr. and I guess as they sober up. They're like, yo, guys, did we go to the moon? And they were like, yeah, we went. I think we went to the moon, bro. Oh I think gosh. we went to the moon. And Roy's like, you guys didn't go to the moon, although it did look like you were in the moon because they were <laughs> on some ground that looked like they were on Earth, oh uh, moon's, moon's crust. You know, they're just standing on <laughs> moon's surface. Guys, they were on ground zero. <laughs> what do you mean? What? They like, went oh into ground God. zero past the police lines. This is fresh after 9-11. Oh, my God. And these God. guys were like, oh, we're on the moon. Wow. Looking at the moon. What the hell? They were high That's on creepy. That is on 9-11 ground zero right after it It all makes happened. sense that they would think they're on the moon, though. Right? Because like, it's just this big and crater. And drugs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Man. That's insane. That's so nuts. That's just, I'm like, aside from that, I'm like, damn, you got to do PCP with... Tracy Morgan, right? Tracy O'Neill. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, put that on the resume. Tracy Morgan's sure. a dope dude too, though. Like, yeah, really yeah. dope. You think he'd be a dick, but like super nice. Dude. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we did yeah. Sony Center with him, and uh, he was like, again, I thought he was gonna be, you know, like super. Cause this is when he was like height of like Thirty Rock and okay. all that kind of shit, and. And he talks, you know, and he's rubbing his stomach. Somebody get pregnant tonight. Take you behind a portable to get you pregnant. Who are your favorite people you performed with? Uh, Chappelle. Oh. Chappelle, oh, Chappelle's, Chappelle's compliment to me is like, damn, you say nigga more than I do, nigga. <laughs> 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 That'll always be my favorite compliment. Uh, he was dope. Uh, Tommy Davidson was really dope. Tommy Davidson. Tommy I heard Davidson. Davidson. Russ Beast. is always good. Russ is always great to perform with because it's always like somewhere you never thought you would be you mm -hmm. know, performing. Um, been lucky enough to work with dudes like uh, Chris Spencer when I went to LA, uh, my boy Afion Crockett. You know, Afion. So yeah. The man. So, um, yeah. That new Anderson Pacquiao silk song. Oh my God, he's such out? a jackass. Dude, so I hit him good. up. I'm like, you're such a jackass. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, when he like, does those impressions. Yeah. <laughs> you're such a jackass. Do you so, remember your first joke? Yes, I do. My first, I remember my first closing joke. My first close, and it's so fucking lame. Uh, it was me doing this thing about um, Greek statues and how great art's supposed to make you question shit. And uh, they had the Rodance thinker guy with the the hand on the, the on the his fist there. And uh, as I, you know, you walk into a, a, a 
museum and you see Rodan's dick, he's like, I wonder what he's thinking. And then I was like, ah, why is my dick so small? And, then, <laughs> and I said, wouldn't it be cool to have like a black statue? And I would just like hang a mic from the thing. Like, I wonder what he's thinking. What am I going to do with all this dick? And, uh, <laughs> he's a Greek guy. <laughs> it's not even his fist. It's just he's it's leaning just on his, his dick. dick. Holding an apple. Uh, <laughs> he uses his dick as a tripod. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That was, that was my first big closer. Oh, and my other closer. Holy shit. You guys brought this back. I never thought I'd remember this ever in my entire life. Uh, you guys remember? Are you guys old enough to remember the show Six Million Dollar Man with Steve Austin? Yes. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So my big closer was: Could you imagine him fucking and then like him do 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 <laughs> and he blasts the chick up into the air and he's just like waiting. That was funny yeah, to me back very then. Topical. <laughs> <laughs> very topical. Very topical, that one. That shit was funny to me back then. Of course, probably uh, killed it back like, then, especially while the, while the show was on. I was like, like 19. I was like, wow. That's the first time you did comedy was 19 years old? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Where, do you remember the first place? Was it so Yuck Yucks? The first, this is like, this is your life type shit. So I went to a, a like a private school because my parents didn't want me to go in public school. They're like, me, I come here to this country to go fucking public school. <laughs> so they sent me to a private school and they, it was a Catholic school. So they did uh, share life to raise funds. And a friend of mine's homeroom was doing lip sync and the amp was blown so they couldn't play any music. Mm. So, uh, just the mic was working and so the crowd was going stage? crazy. No, they came and grabbed me. And they're like, this is your big chance. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they, <laughs> they literally barricaded me and forced me to tell jokes. So it was shit that I wrote, that uh, premises I had come up with, and sanitized Eddie Murphy jokes until the mm. amp came. And, and then one of the teachers of all the fucking people were like, you should go to Yuck Yucks. <laughs> and I was like, I had no idea what the fuck a Yuck Yucks was. And yeah. I went to amateur night and, and then boom, bam. Wow. So, was there a lot of places to do comedy then? No. Like how many? Because I would, I would imagine it was like five max. <laughs> right now, there isn't many. It I mean, there were more, <laughs> there were more yuck yucks. It was yuck yucks. Yeah, but again, the only way to play those yuck yucks is if you were past the yuck yucks, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, at that age, I wasn't past. So there was the Bay and Bloor. Um, and uh, I think... I think whatever it was called, Laugh Resort or whatever the fuck. Not Laugh uh, Resort. Um, I forget the other name of the, the place last on, Lumb on Lombard. And then slowly but surely other clubs came like years later, like Comedy Wood and all these weird fucking standout clubs. Mm -hmm. and shit. Like, so back then there, was not, there wasn't even any fucking open mics back then. Wow. Like now mm. when I think about what you guys have like in front of you that you guys get to do, you guys could perform somewhere every fucking night. Yeah. Like yeah. then it was like, and you had to call in for amateur night if you were trying to get on because they weren't putting you on on the weekends. Yeah. So no. you'd have to call in on Monday, literally. It was like calling for concert tickets. Yeah, yeah. they gave you at, a certain time frame, 10, right? 10, it's still like that. Is it still really? Yeah, like in email say. form. Uh, yeah. You got an email between between this certain time yeah, and yeah, 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 then yeah. they announce it and they don't even tell yeah, you yeah. in the email. Like you gotta check the page. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I feel it's weird. Like, I feel like Steve Harvey has told that story of him not having like a phone or anywhere to live when he was living in his car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he had to like borrow like somebody's at a store's their phone to call in to try to get on oh, amateur that's night wow. crazy. Yeah. his story is yeah his story is bananas yeah hustler man yeah, yeah. true hustler but again that I, I just think that's the nature of the comedian i think if you're a true comedian at the very heart of it you're a hustler you're yeah hustling, you're hustling mm -hmm. jokes and you're hustling your career you know so it's yeah. It, yeah. It, it it's it's been funny for me uh to see like where i started and like where i am now like i'm just so grateful to still be fucking doing it and doing other things. You're too. still hustling eight balls yeah, yeah, of jokes. Correct. Did you ever? Was there ever a, a time when you stopped comedy? Only the only time I stopped, but it wasn't 
going to, it wasn't, wasn't ever going to be permanent. It was when my son was born. Mm. And I, I wanted to, I didn't know what it was like to be a dad. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to, you know, be there and Experience make sure I support, it. yeah, and support my wife to make sure that, you know, she's, you know, where, where the fuck you going again? <laughs> and, uh, you know, mm. so uh, I, I basically took like a paternity leave. And, and then uh, the, the best thing that happened to me is once we started getting our son uh, to sleep at a particular hour, uh, there was a. Do you were you around when York? They used to have a, a open mic down at York, and it was like it didn't start until like eleven at night, and it was in the basement. In the pub. Fu- yeah. Yeah. In the fucking basement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. that got me back into fighting form. Was mm. going there and being able to just talk to the crowd and fuck with the crowd and go home and and then I jump back into like yucks and all that kind of other crazy shit. So the fact that you had a <laughs> wife though made me f- like while doing comedy and then kids, it actually made me. Feel like it was possible. I, I, I went <laughs> going in. I was like, comedian say that shit to me. He's like, yo, yo man, <laughs> yo, you, you had a believe, family, bro, doing this shit, man. I don't gotta be single. I don't gotta yeah. be this weird fucking loner doing comedy. No, I can still have a family and kids and do comedy. Guys but like you, keep I lucked out. I lucked out because she still to this day completely understood what the flex was. Like she, ne- like to this day, has never once asked me to get another job. Like mm. she, see, because that's what I wonder now. Never. As a young, like I'm just starting out, right? So I'm seeing now, like it hasn't much changed from like the YouTube life, but that stuff I could do during the day, and I'd look busy during the day. Yeah. But like now, it's like you're home all day, yeah. and you're only yeah. busy at night. Yeah. So like, this hard sometimes to not feel like. Yo, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, or should I be doing way more? Like, wh- how should you I figure, navigate yeah, this? You but figure the the, fun, the cool thing about it is, and I, you're you're one of the people I see, and I don't worry about just like you. I don't worry about you guys when it comes to comedy. I know, like, I I I was talking to Natish uh, Sakuja, who who I love, you know, legend. The, yeah, he's one of the young dudes that I, I fucking think is 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 great. So he. I, so the announcement for JFL came out today, and he's like, "Hey, congratulations!" And he's like, "I'm, you know, hanging out with you so that you could put me on shows." And I'm like, "Bro, I'm waiting until you blow up so you could put me on <laughs> fucking shows." Yeah. So uh, it's 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 always great to see, you know. I, I don't worry about you guys. So you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, and I know it's in you that you're gonna want to do whatever it is the fuck that you think you need to do. And yeah. So it's a pleasure to watch, man. That's the shit Thank I you, fucking bro. dig, man. Appreciate all it, that man. Shit. Yeah, I remember early shows I was doing with you guys, seeing you, Jay, Trix, <laughs> and like it, you guys made it look so easy. I was like, "This is not easy." I swear, <laughs> like you laughing guys make at me. me sweat, They're man. laughing at me being nervous in the corner. I love that shit. Taking shots and shit. I'm like, ask me to get more. I know, nigga. Don't leave me alone. I did all of it. Everything that you did, I did all of that stuff. Dude. I was like, "Yo, leave me alone." I'm trying to, to memorize pray. this shit. Yeah, like, I used to pray before. Like, oh, like all sorts of crazy. Like, please, Lord, don't let me forget these fucking. Jokes. Oh yeah, please. Lord. I've had one of those moments where I'm like literally about to be called out. The time when you called me out and I did the uh, um, pussy eating pussy like coloring norm. Mm, yes, that that, that one. <laughs> yeah. That time, right before I went on stage, I'm I'm standing because I'm like, yo, I gotta say you were murdering. So yeah. I'm like, oh. I have to say oh. something to connect yep. with what he said. Yep. Or I'm, if I go right into my material, it's gonna be flat. Silence. Yeah. So he was Silence. murdering. I, he was doing. You're doing your pussy joke. Yeah, yeah. Your pussy eating joke. And you know him in front of a Caribbean audience, oh, especially yeah, when yeah. he's doing a pussy eating oh, yeah. joke. It's like, oh, yeah. flattens Flatten. the room. So then now I go, I'm like, st- I'm <laughs> praying. I'm like, God, give me something. <laughs> give me something. <laughs> and when I walked out there, as soon as I dapped you, that's when I thought of it. 
Yeah. And yeah. I was like, let me do it. I'm, I'm, and I was like, moment? even in my head, I'm like, this is a risk because lying yeah. down on stage mm-hmm. is a huge risk. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long way down. Nobody laughs. If no one laughs, it is the longest way down. So I'm like, yo, I this has to work. Way down or the longest way up? Both. Both. Because you're thinking about the way down. Getting up just feels like shit if it don't oh. they don't laugh. So oh, like yeah. I was like, yo, this better work. <laughs> I thought of it in that second, yo. But you're a host too, so you have your moments too. Like when I mean, I guess you don't have to make them laugh, but you gotta keep them engaged. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like is there ever a moment you say something and you're just Especially like Especially lately. You've been uh, hosting, hosting lately. Yeah, I know. Back I'm in tired, your bigoty. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, you asked for this. You asked for this nigga. Come on, man. <laughs> You oh, asked me, yo, y'all remember when she was over here complaining about? I feel like I'm not working enough. <laughs> I feel like I'm off maternity leave and boom. boom. I feel I'm like I took too long of a break. You still working on maternity leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been doing it the whole time. See, maternity leave in like, like the corporate, but like for yeah, you know, all the other stuff. Entrepreneurial. I've been doing it since I popped the baby. She's still I mean, black. <laughs> I mean, to make it multiple streams. Multiple streams. Um, I definitely have moments where I forget things. My biggest, like, oh, I hate it so much, is when I can't pronounce names. Mm, And I try so hard to go and talk to the people and, like, get their names ahead of time and And whatever. And then I get on whatever the stage, and then I don't know. And, like, so this past weekend I hosted uh, the three-on-three tournament for Global Jam. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then on the Saturday we had the super fan and friend celebrity game. Mm-hmm. So one of the performances was a merge of hip hop and like Bollywood I, rap. country. Yeah, some, no, 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 some Bollywood stuff. Oh, okay, you know, sick. Super nat. Like, oh wait, no, I seen nat, you. Yeah. yeah, I seen you post it. Yeah. And so originally I wasn't supposed to host that section. Mm. The host that was supposed to do it. They flopped. Ah, here we they go. didn't. Sh- they here didn't show go. up. They fumbled that one, man. Yep. They on. didn't show up. Okay, so like I'm literally like reading through the script as we go, Damn. and then I'm the girl. She was like, "Yeah, you have to pre- like present the dance squad." And so I know the lady who choreographed it because she does Argos like Junior A's, and I was just like, "Okay, so do I just say like Jade?" hip-hop academy or whatever and they were like no there's a thing and there's this big freaking paragraph with all of these like indian terms and i'm just like oh my gosh i'm like this is so embarrassing there's so many people there and i'm just like trying and i was like whispering to the guy i'm like how do I say this? <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, I'm sorry. I get like, it though. No, I don't think so that that's. Hard. I don't even know if that's something you can learn because we see people at the highest level yeah. mess up names all the time. Like yeah. in the NBA, commentators. Remember Giannis's name. I, I remember Valentinus's name. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's something you can learn. So I mm-hmm. don't even feel like too heavy on that. That shit's just, hard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely hard. And it feels disrespectful. When you're dealing, yeah, that's my thing. I don't want to disrespect Spe- anybody. Yeah. I think that they do, especially when you know a lot of immigrants come here and they change their name and they try to like whiten yeah. it up so that Simulate. it's easy, easy for everybody else. And yeah. I just feel bad. Like if they're owning their name, how it is, 
I should try yeah. my artist to be able yeah. to pronounce it, you know? Yeah. And so, and then it's also hard when you're dealing with different languages. Like we had teams from Montreal, so all of their fucking names oh, are French. French. And you have to say like it in a Jean French. Why is he Arnold? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like French Arnold. French Arnold. And then you got so this, funny. and then it's like, oh my gosh. It was just it's sometimes a lot, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then you deal with like Russians and even the uh, uh the land uh ceremony. Like oh, yeah. remember how I was oh, struggling man. at the basketball yeah. game and I had to come to you. I was like, yo, how do you pronounce <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah. She's like, Oh, I do I have to I say this all, all the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. And but that was like another thing too. There was um we I remember the first time you had to do it. It was hard. And you were, yeah, you were telling us about how difficult it was. Yeah, it was freaking hard. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But then I just like, I asked people and they kind of like helped me out. Um, yeah, the first time because I never while. did it. I do it all the time. Now, now you do it all the time. I do it every yeah. Shooting Stars game, right? So so now it's like second yeah. nature. So every Shooting Stars, I had to do it. Um, How's, how are they doing? weekend during the celebrity, they're doing a lot better. Got better than last of, year? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> I meant better than earlier, earlier this season. season. <laughs> That's funny. They we were literally like, they literally won their first game and then they went on like a four game losing spree and then they cut some toxic people oh. and they got some new players oh, in. Oh, you can do and that? And then they started like, yeah, you can be traded and sign in new people the Damn. whole season. You can get that cut long. though, like cut from the team and yes. just not signed. You're just nowhere. They're just like, okay, bye. We're like, we're done. You can't do you. that in the NBA. That's no, crazy. You can't just crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, Contracts? No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> but there was a player there and then the next game the he player was, was no there. longer So wait, there. did they replace them with, with other guys that yes. are like waiting in the wings like... No, they got like an, uh, another guy who's never played in the CEBL. He mm. used to play for the Wizards. He's in Atlanta. Um, so they got niggas on deck. Yeah. What's his name? Just um, on Kyrie deck. Walker? Yeah. He, and he's like so popular on social media. I went to his thing. Like, I don't know who this man is. I go, he has like millions of followers. And really? I was just like, what the that's hell? What's, that's something they should work on incorporating because that's what worked for. Um, Very cool. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the, is this CBL? Is it Chris Brown's? I can't remember the celebrity basketball league. The thing that I was telling you guys about, where it's like Quavo has a team, Chris mm. Brown has a team. Oh. oh yeah. So like, what they do is they grab a lot of these like House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, mm. dunkers that they do mm -hmm. the street ball stuff with, and they put them on those teams. Mm -hmm. And it's like now their audience is yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. It's like especially for a league that's starting out. Yeah. And you want that natural organic influencer growth from mm -hmm. basketball can't focus on influencers you got to focus on these put just inserting these guys into the yeah. teams yeah, well yeah. i mean realistically there's <coughs> so much um publicity on the team already you mm. know mm. it's uh, owned and ran by ovo guys you have drake sitting courtside at home openers you had j, j. Cole, cole last season like last season for the home opener the like courtside was stacked with people. Fucking yeah. Taylor Rooks flew in to sit there and like yeah. watch. You know what I mean? So, um, but how long do OVO favors last? And how long will those well, when no. will those run out? They don't. Nico, <laughs> well, actually, you Nico, know what? Nico runs that shit. No, I mean, I mean, in terms of like bringing people out, but I'm I'm forgetting that also it's a very short league where yeah. it's like it's not a long it's just time. Summer. It's just summer. It's, summer it's the best time to be here also. Mm. So 
I think all those things work in their favor for sure. But it was also good too, though, because it forced them to play knowing that all, all eyes were on them because everyone's looking at J. Yeah. Cole. Yeah. It's like, we're not about to fucking lose. Well, on that this, was like, for last stage. season, especially because they came in and they killed it. Like, yeah. they were yeah. the brand new team in the league, the only brand new team, and they went to the finals yeah. and lost by one point. Yeah. Like, with all that hype that you have and you do that, you yeah. came from nothing yeah. to, like, do that. So this season coming back, our first two home opener games they were already on the road but then they came back we got had two back to back the first one a guy that we ended up picking up at the end of the season teddy allen he came and he dropped 43 points on us damn and he was in the coach's oh, yeah, face talking this, yeah. he was like talking like God, pointing at damn. people like just talking the most shit and then the next like i think two days later uh, somebody else came and dropped 38 points on us. And I was like, bro, what are you guys doing? Like, how are you guys having not these defending. people? Not running the zone. <laughs> how are you guys having these people come to your home court? And slap you up. And doing this. Mm -mm. They're pointing the, to cameras. They're talking smacks to in your Malvern? bench. They're doing like That's all crazy. of this shit. And it's because of they know that you guys are the most hyped team. They mm. know that you guys have knocked on your jerseys you guys get ovo collabs yep. you guys have celebs it's like when you see those netflix court teams. side and stuff you ever yeah. see like the the um what was it last chance you or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and when those teams see that netflix is in there filming them whenever they like slap yeah. them like the other team yeah. slaps them it's like they won a championship exactly. because they got to slap them on Netflix. On camera? <laughs> yeah. On camera. Every time yeah. and they're, oh, yeah. they're yelling Netflix niggas like they, they don't give a fuck, right? Yeah. So that's just more incentive when you have all that backing mm -hmm. and you are like the now global brand or whatever. So yeah, it makes natural. sense why all these people want to go their hardest. Like, yeah. of mm -hmm. course they want to. That's and big for them. And like the guy, Teddy Allen broke the record. He holds the record now of most points scored in the them. league against with his 43. Oh. And it's against them. He yeah. broke it. The so one before Toronto was like 40. Teams, man. Toronto teams is always <laughs> in some kind of fucking highlight. The oh, summer yeah. league always is not looking records good. records thrown upon us. Like, like from Kobe. Kobe. Oh yeah, 81. Yo, the worst was when Vince Vince came back. Mm. Bedrin. Vince hit the tying shot Ugh. with the three-pointer. <laughs> and Jason Kidd jumped on him. What about and then he yeah. then the alley you buzzer in beater in overtime. Boom. Hangs on the rim. Yeah. And I just lets that. his arm swing and his Dude. nuts hang. Yeah, I was like, I fuck I this that. guy, yeah, yo. I, I was so <laughs> mad. Man, before I was telling people, no, nah, no, nah, it's not his fault. He left, yo. This organization. After that, I was like, oh, fuck Vince Carter. Nah, nah. But, man, uh, you've gotten to see this city, like, Girl? transform. Yeah, yeah. Is it in a good way? Or is it a bad way? I think it's a great way. Okay. You know, uh, I'm a kid who, you know, came here from Trinidad, like, super, super little. And then, uh, you know, just back and forth. And I always tell people the, the most visible aspect of me seeing the city grow. And we'll get to all the other stuff, like the professional teams, the championships and shit. Is uh, You were talking about, like, Soka Fets and all that shit. I love going on boat rides. I mm. love going on... on river gambler. Yeah, and I hate the that. river gambler. <laughs> but, the, but the reason I like it is because I get to see the skyline. And I think yeah. we have oh, one of the most yeah. beautiful skylines. Yeah. And I've yeah. been to a lot of places, and I think the Toronto skyline. And to see it just develop, like, from oh. a fucking, you know, drunk at a fucking... It's kind of depressing. Why is that A depressing? little bit depressing. Why is that depressing? Because there's almost too many buildings now. 
There's a little bit too many buildings. I looking back at old progress, pictures, but I want it's progress, progress. But looking back at old like, pictures, about, the skyline looks even better. But nobody says that about better. New York. Nah, nobody says man. that about New York. When you we look can't at look at old. <laughs> like when you look at old pictures in New York, there's no fucking but buildings. That's, but they no, have, but to be honest, in New York, they've had their buildings for a long time. Way longer. They've it's had been the concrete really, jungle. They've had really high. Yeah, but they're way older than we are. No, I get, I get that. City, I know? get that, but I'm but they're tearing rapidly down. expanding. <laughs> <laughs> but they've uh, tore down some very historic places yeah. to yeah. build condos, and it's like in a hundred years, like. We're not going to have any of that culture. real history, yeah, you know? We don't really have what, heritage buildings. Yeah. Where does, though? That's just everywhere is like that. The entire world is it's like that. It's just sad. I, I guess. It's, it's just sad it, to me. It, it, it's always sad because, you know, people don't res- people respect money now. People don't give a shit about fucking culture Nostalgia. and history. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Nostalgia I'll, don't I'll, pay I'll the bills. I'll go to Wikipedia for that shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I spent a few years in Detroit, and they have buildings that you're not allowed to... You can only restore. You can only change in a certain amount of renovations. Yeah, you know, can't you got to leave the facade? No, but even some inside. So, like the last time I went, I stayed at this building. It was like a uh, a regular condo building, I guess, but maybe seven floors. I don't know. We go in, and it's like marble floors and marble walls and then you go in the elevator and it's this brass and Ooh. it's like super old, old and they have like a foot pedal for and you to did they have like, the train did they have that they didn't have that they didn't have that but i was talking to the security guard because we were so amazed we we're like yo this is really beautiful and they played up the fact that it was from the 1920s and they made sure that the decor matched like the art deco oh, era and dope. so, the so secu- like coloreds only fountains and no oh, okay <laughs> i just want to make sure i don't know detroit is chocolate city you said they didn't change anything you said they didn't change anything no they did change stuff obviously but I like they made sure that the, the decor like matched that aesthetic from is, that area is this era. when detroit was like the silicon valley of america during what, in like the 1920s the, I don't know if that's when it happened, but there was a time when like Detroit was like money, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For because sure. especially for vehicles well, the automotive and industry. the automotive yeah. industry, they were making bank. Mm-hmm. So there was I don't know what period time period that is. Obviously, Ford probably and like nineties like, and like all the way up to the eighties, because after the nineties it went down. That's yeah. when it went yeah. down. After the Coke well, crack pandemic, well, it's yeah. that and every crack and, and they sorry. took all those businesses and, and factories and moved them and to moved them, moved them to Japan and moved them to like oh wow Asia. No, so like Detroit still has the Ford and they still have GM. They still have the plants. The GM buildings like, look like a villain building. Oh yeah, <laughs> yo, like so I, the, the I was in one, Windsor yeah. this past yeah. week and we're across because it has the lights it. come off. In yo, we're looking at it at night. I'm like, yo, a villain lives there. It looks so. Yo, like whoever Luke designed Luke the architecture, <laughs> it looks so powerful. I don't know what it is. So like, that one is like the GM office. Like there's some corporate offices in there and there's some like dental buildings, stuff like that. Mm. And then there's also a hotel. There's like a bunch of things in those like Yo, two buildings. That like looks, they just designated like yeah. different floors. They look amazing. They yeah. did great. <laughs> that shit looks From powerful, the, bro. Across yeah. the lake. We're right across the river and we're just seeing it. So I'm but like, to, yeah. to go back to your question, uh, what I love about seeing the city is is it embrace its diversity finally. You know mm. what I mean? Because it wasn't always that way, you mm-hmm. know. When but would you say the switch happened? Eighties. 
Okay. I'd say it happened in the 80s. Because I think the immigrants were still coming in in the 70s. Yeah. And yeah. I think the 70s immigrants uh, were like, you know, from the, the Caribbean people to the Filipinos and to everybody, they were they were just like so into their culture that they were like, fuck it. And they it, it just got to the point where you just couldn't deny them, you know, yeah. Yeah. that kind yeah. of shit. So, you know. That's what I love about They this. finally made enough money so that in the 80s he started spending. And Correct. Oh, Correct. That's when Toronto was like, oh shit. Yeah. So that's when Carnival started it turning It gave them up. enough time to go to school, Carnival you know, yeah, and yeah. get like, the job. Carabana was great <laughs> until they, they changed it from university. And once they changed it from university, everything went to shit. Oh, it used that. to be on university. Mm. You didn't know that? I yeah. did not. Yeah, man. They, that and, and the uh, Santa Claus parade. Correct. Yeah. I Santa Claus Santa parade, Claus I remember. Parade. Yeah, so for the sure. The best part about coming down university was. Uh, um, the the bridge that goes with the gardener goes over mm. and because it was long and all and you would hear would just whistles. Yeah, that's amazing. And it was long and no, and then at the end, there the parking lot at the at the lakeshore and trunks would pop open and just like a parking lot. And now like, they just shut boobs, it down for bailout, roti, this that, you know, oxtail, rice and peas. Yeah, people wow. just eat. And now they were just like, nope, you niggers are gonna go on the lakeshore. You're gonna go <laughs> when, when away from the main. Get setting. them close to the boats again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll get an idea. I <laughs> they can't swim. You know what's funny? That you guys like, I find it. I I honestly believe that slavery should have happened like years before, and that's why they invented the whip. Because if you've ever been to a boat ride in Toronto, they cannot get niggas on a boat. No. There's a. Oh yeah, niggas yeah. is chilling. Like, <laughs> parking lot pimping. Boat leaving at one. Everyone's liming in the, yeah. in the parking lot for another two hours. And the captain just leaning on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, when did um when did the you must have been around to know when men started pretending they were American? <laughs> oh, that was in Toronto. That was that was from hip hop. Was that all yeah. like that was from hip hop, like early eighties? Okay. Like once all like, yo, man from New York, son. So <laughs> So my dad, he lied to my mom. My my dad uh was born in Jamaica, came here when he was like, I don't know how old, maybe ten. And yeah, he started to pretend like he had an American accent when yeah. he like met my mom yeah. at while being you know, very like Jamaican. Because <laughs> like no that secretly why you have this weird obsession with going to the states, <laughs> ah! the Oedipus complex. <laughs> wow. My dad implanted it. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, maybe I want to be American. <laughs> Yo, Jamaicans with an American twang is funny oh, yeah. because anyone that believes that. <laughs> she she didn't yeah. believe it for a second. No, I mean, but I don't know my dad having an accent, like like a Jamaican accent. Yeah, you just talk normal like Canadian. Yes, wow. and I'm just like, how did wow. you get wow. fooled? <laughs> but he oh, you said he came here when he was ten. Yeah, but none of his brothers and sisters have it, and they came later. No, they all came like same some, time. Like he's not the oldest. There's ten of them. Do so, you know what year they came? Lord, uh, I don't know. Probably eighties. Yeah, I mean, like you could lose late, the accent probably by Probably, like, late 70s, early 80s. But then, like, GC's parents are from the islands. They came when they were 20. Um, they're older than my dad. And they are, like, straight freshy. You know Where what I mean? Where did they work? Where did my grandparents and, like, my family? Yeah. Like, growing up. Like, did your dad have to work in, like, an office? No, my dad was a mechanic, and he worked for his dad. His dad had his own uh, That's mechanic. so interesting. Right? I yeah. thought it was like he had to code switch for so yeah. long that like yeah. he, j he just naturally no, like had that. No, like my whole life, like I don't. I thought my dad would have been like that, too, because he worked in the in the banking industry for like forever. Yeah. Still, you know. Code switching is like, it's just. He, but he didn't code switch. He just, just 
talk normal. Normal. To me. But again, yeah. my dad wasn't like, yeah, so you gotta make some money here in the bank. <laughs> you put it with drugs. No savings. We're doing it debit. You know, we credit it. He wasn't that super trini. You know what I mean? It just, just sounded like you spoke like proper, like British kind of, you know. Yeah, so I always like wondered why that it's like his whole family. He's That's not so the oldest. Even like my mm. oldest aunt, they sound. Canadian. Like, wow, Canadian, oh, and then even the younger ones. So, where are they, they like from in Jamaica? Kingston. What part of Kingston? Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> if it's uptown, if it's uptown, I then that yeah. would explain a lot. My dad said he used to play with like Bob Marley. He, yeah, yeah, he's good. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best experiences I've ever had in Jamaica was in Kingston. Uh, I flew in to do a gig at is it the Pegasus? Mm. Uh, at the Pegasus, it was right before Christmas, so I was basically flying out after and then heading home for Christmas. And uh, uh, Drew Dazzle was was in Jamaica and uh, he's like hey we're, we're gonna go out to a party and again sometimes I could be a little Canadian in the sense that when I look at the time and I'm like ah oh, this motherfucker ain't coming <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean it was like 12 12 30 at night I'm like ah oh, this motherfucker ain't coming I took off my clothes and shit lay back in the bed and then the hotel thing uh thing and he's like eh someone here to pick you up and I was like what the fuck so anyway <laughs> long story short meet him outside we uh we jump in uh a maxi uh, uh, a taxi kind of thing and we drive up into the hills of Kingston and I didn't realize that the houses were huge like up there and it, it overlooks like the water and yeah, stuff mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh, again this is like 1.30 in the morning like crazy like shouldn't be shit happening mm-hmm. right so we drive up and then and we see a whole bunch of people congregated by this giant giant house and it's like you know girls in pom pom shorts and guys you know all in pom pom shorts in pom pom shorts <laughs> <laughs> The humidity bridge. A humidity. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're long pants in that jam here. Too hot bridge. Too hot. So, uh, so, so we get there, and again, just proper dance halls bumping. And we're like, ah, oh, thing. And then we're about to walk in. He's like, this is not the party. I'm like, how do you have like two giant parties happening in the fucking Kingston? <laughs> and neither are yours. Yeah. So we jumped back in, went further up the hill, and sure enough, there was another party happening. Isn't it insane in Jamaica how there's always a further up the hill? Oh. <laughs> it's like you never reach the never top ends. of the hill. It was mm. beautiful. And then uh, my favorite part was about three cops show up. And then again, my Canadian this kicks in, and I'm panicking. You know, oh my weeds, gosh. weed, yeah, weeds bunning mm. and then drinking. He's like, nah, man, them just come for rum, Bridget. <laughs> I swear to God, the dude, the, the cops took off their hats and they leaned up on the wall. They drank some rum and then, all right, keep it down. And then they jumped back in the whip and they were gone. And wow. <laughs> so wow. Man, you know, so. I had the same experience the first time I ever went to Barbados in terms of uh, having to go to a party. <laughs> My friend's cousins live there, and they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to go. And so me and her are ready, like sitting there, and sitting there, and sitting there, and mm. nothing. And it was so hot, and I'm literally laying in the bed, and I'm so pissed. And I'm texting my mom, I hate this. <laughs> this is the worst trip ever. I felt like I was wasting time, yeah. you know? Like, when you're yeah. on vacation, you feel well, like you have shit. to do the yeah. most. Yeah. And then my mom's like, Alicia. You're in the Caribbean. They're on island time. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> she no was like, there. you need there to is like, no rush. Yeah. No she rush was like, whatsoever. You need to just relax. They don't, they don't My fish come. is sick. They'll come when they come. <laughs> they don't give a shit about your feelings either, too. At all. No. Since we're talking about that, One Love. One Love, yes. Bob Marley. The, uh, the trailer. 
Have you seen it? No. Dropped uh, this mm. week. I the trailer dropped. Yet. Yeah, it's uh, it looked pretty good. So here's my it, it, that one's gonna be tough for me because I'm such a huge Bob Marley official. Yeah, same. Like, I, I like mm-hmm. my three heroes growing up were Bob. Uh, Bruce Lee and Muhammad Ali. So, like, anytime I can tell exactly when you're bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just tell me that. I'm like, all right, I know but everything about you. Those were the you. three strongest du- like dudes at the time. Like, so when you yeah. think about like yeah. people, strong-willed men, yeah. that that had great morals, like and of color. Like, you know, what I mean, like, I I, look, I love everything about Bob just because everything he said was a fucking soundbite. Like everything. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. And he's like, money make you rich. <laughs> 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 my life is not for me. Possession my life is for the people. How much money <laughs> is like, much money? Yo, that. when he said that, he's because they said he says it in the trailer. Like, my life is not for me. My life is for the people. That shit gave me chills, yo. Yeah. Because like, if you really think about his life, but you know what the craziest really part? Yeah. When it's I like think he's about a prophet, life, man. Not even that. When when you really take it, because no one ever, because re- he's got so much, such a big giant body of work mm-hmm. that you think he's been around for decades. He wasn't. It was like. Seven years it's like or something Tupac. crazy. It's like yeah. Tupac. You yeah. think they'd live like, like a 20-year career. Are you serious? Because yeah. like he six. died when he was 36. So yeah. like I was looking um, about the way he died because I remember my dad told me when I, was, when I was younger that it had to do with his foot. And yeah. they said soccer. You football, know? yeah. Football. Yeah, but it was melanoma cancer. Yeah. And um, I was just like, holy, he was like only 36. Yeah, yeah. First of all, he popped out so many kids, like, or he didn't <laughs> pop out, but he yeah. had so many kids in that short period <laughs> of time. And then he also did so much for the world. That's what I'm wondering if they're going to include. The, I don't think so. The wives. What, that's, what I don't, that's, what, that's what I don't like about movies, movies. That's why I prefer documentaries over movies. The documentary always, told us, yeah. Yeah, they always Hollywoodize. Yeah. The, and they cut out all the, 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 the cool parts, like the fact that he, he sacrificed opening for like R&B groups. In the seventies, so that you know the, the, he can get the music out. So yeah, opening for like the Commodores and shit like yep, that. Yep. When, when they should have been bigger than the fucking Commodores, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. And it was just really dope that you know. I think they'll show that. those things. I, I think so. they'll show those things because like his journey to America, huh? his own family backed it. So I they, hope they so. They're involved in the making of it. I feel that makes me feel. We should get Donisha. They're all. We should get Donisha and talk about it. Prendergrass. Prendergrass. So yeah. I think like two is his son or something, Skip a daughter, a daughter, and then his uh, the widow. Mm. I don't know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> if there was multiple, yeah. <laughs> might be. <laughs> Which I don't know. I don't know. Well, we know it's not Breakspear. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were the ones who executive produced it, so that's yeah. what I saw. Um, Which is why I'm like, okay, because I'm, I'm I watched it and I was excited. Mm-hmm. It looked good. But the main character, kind of, I don't know if it's the wig. The wig was very thick. Is he the dude who played like Malcolm X? Yes. And then he played like yeah. somebody else. And he's or... Trinidadian. So why you got? He's why not you gotta, Jamaican. Why, why you gotta say some shit like that to me? Like why you gotta? Like I like I casted him. Well, it feels. <laughs> I feel like it's like. Uh, like I casted him. He's like, and he's Trinidadian. What do you gotta say about Period. that? Hipster far eye. No, but I feel like. I think one of the Marley should have played him. Mm. You don't think so? No, there's too much. Like they can't act on that level. I would want. They to, can I would act, want a shot to but the amount of range they would need to play a Bob Marley for his life. There's gonna be a lot of highs, a lot of lows but that they the gotta thing. show. I don't think it is his whole life. I think from the trailer, mm-hmm. it's when he almost got assassinated. 
leaving mm. Jamaica. The one love concert. The one love concert. Yeah. That's why he left Jamaica, right? Yeah. Well, if it's just that, I'm going to be very kitchen. angry. I'm, I think I'm, that's all it is. I'm going to tell you have that you right seen, now. Have you I seen think the that's, all, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite part is the ladies. Like, Nothing Jamaicans love more is a man who survived a gunfight. It's facts. It's facts. Because they also love Westerners. And the fact that the man opened his shirt and everything, like, yeah, no. That's so sick. Yeah, that's huge. What's the documentary called? I think it's One Love as well. I think the documentary was called One Love as as well. I don't think so. It was on Netflix, no? I watched... I thought you were talking about the movie. My bad. Uh, What is it? I think the documentary... I've watched a documentary called One Love um, with Bob Marley's wives or the white white woman that's his baby mom. It was... Who shot the sheriff? No, not that one. There's so I mean, many, there honestly. There's one that came out before <laughs> that I that, that I watched. But yeah, no, the guy, the main guy, he looks like he's just he'll be all right, but it's yes, just that's it. a What's little it too sorry? polished. Marley, yeah. you Marley? know what I mean? He looks. It's a little too he, polished. He looks like, like he's wearing a TikTok filter. Yeah, like it doesn't look sheen, and it's like, ah oh, man. The clothes do don't remember, look lived in. But, but Mar- Bob looked picturesque in everything. Yeah, but yeah, but still, there's a little grunginess. There's a, yeah, yeah, there's a little rutical grit. I, but I bet you, if if any, if back then it was shot in HD, he would look how he looks now. In nah. the movie. No, nah. man. everything was nah. grainy back it's in the 70s. Dreads weren't even even. This guy's dreads shit. are yeah, thick, yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah, like thick, it's like Mufasa. Like thick, I'm bro. talking Tyler Perry movie thick. Wow. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you're talking like about the, in the movie. Fix? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. It's like Bob Tyler. Yeah, like, like it's. No, no, it looks like, like he's from Miami. And then the clothes are just too polished. Everything's just a little too polished. Like it came with the hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. But the accent, he sounds very good. The voice, the mannerisms, he looked great. Yeah, so, there's nothing and if I the family's co signed it. Jamaican, if, you were, like, if I was Jamaican, <laughs> there's nothing I would hate more than. I hate shitty Jamaican accents on fucking camera. Bro. Dude. Well, that's one thing I looked for in the trailer, and it was great throughout. Pretty authentic. That looks the, like Drake with a fucking dread wig, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wait, it, it, it looks like Drake like, playing uh, Lil Wayne. It looks like Trevor Shamar. <laughs> Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore in that movie, wasn't it? Oh, you talking the, about uh, the, the Tyler Perry thingy, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, no, it's braid. He had braids in that. That's yeah, <laughs> but it was like the same thing. Like, really like oh, like how thick. Like, yeah, you saw the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thicken up his hair. Yeah, no, that's it's so it, that's the only part that's gonna be a little bit of a distraction. But if I could watch Woman Is King and get through those accents, <laughs> I think I'll be fine. I don't like, know, man. And one of the women in Woman Is King, one of the women in Woman Is King, who's Jamaican movie? background, uh, yeah, the one that was like the warrior, like the fighter fighter. Yeah, and she died in the movie. Yeah. She she is playing uh, one of Bob's wives or woman, whatever you want to call okay. it, and her. Beautiful I think accent. Really, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there was a lot, but I think there was. A, I know he had the love affair with the uh, the African. Uh, her dad was like, whatever he was. Like yeah, the, yeah, the, like a prince or something yeah, yeah, yeah. or a king. And yeah. even his dad, the, yeah. uh, like, was some sort of. I can't remember what he was, but he, like a missionary or something. He came over there for some reason. He wasn't like from Jamaica. It was Who, a white man. Bob Marley. Yeah, he was just oh, some white dude off off of a boat. Yeah, like he was, and, and I, I didn't honestly, know that he was biracial. Yeah, his dad's white. Um, well, that, that yeah, anyway, I won't get into that. <laughs> that, that. That's how I always fuck with Jamaicans because uh, they always get so bad. Because like, yo, Bob Marley is the greatest. I'm like the half white dude. <laughs> <laughs> Out of many one people, <laughs> we have white, we have Asian, Spanish, you name it, we got yeah, it. You forget coolies, boy. You forget coolies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he was just some dude who came off a boat and was his mom, and then he disappeared, and he never. Fucking, you know what I mean? What was Caribbean comedy like coming up? Was there a lot 
of people doing Caribbean comedy? Was it like sought after? You mean in the islands? No, here. When you were coming up. There was none. None. All of it was imported. So even you yourself, were you doing any like Trinidadian humor? So what happened for me was, is again, I I still consider myself a student of the game. So the the big names in Trinidad for me growing up at the time were uh, Tommy Joseph, Sprang Alang, you know, Sprung along. Yeah, yeah, even Rachel Price's, the Errol Fabians, that kind of shit. Errol Fabian. So, that uh, guy's a legend. Man. Errol? Tiger, I love great that Great storyteller, guy. dude. Such a classy dude, too. Blocka was just here, too. Oh, my God. That guy is... Blocka, Bello. R.I.P. Bello. Yeah, speak of, yeah, speaking of legend, Bello and Blocka, fucking legendary, man. Crazy. They were like Jamaica's Martin and Lewis. Or Penn like, and Teller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Penn, they were like, you know, <laughs> so... Um, so I wasn't trying to do that specifically because I was still so influenced. Because I find, or I found, and to this a little bit, there's a newer generation that I'm in love with uh, coming out of Trinidad. But what I found back then is I called it, and I, and I don't mean any disrespect, it was more vaudevillian where they told jokes. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, a man walk into a bar and he see a girl and he tells she, yo, yeah. pull on my pants and ta yeah, 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 yeah. So they were street jokes. Jamaica too. Yeah, and yeah. they were street jokes that they just kind of morph into their own personal thing. Um, but the Sprangalang was the first dude who started talking about local shit. So he started actually doing material material. Same thing with Rachel Price. And, mm. and now there's a younger generation that grew up on Comedy Central, HBO, Showtime. Yeah. So while they're not necessarily doing mainstream shit, their style is more like our style of, of comedy. So I never wanted to be that, but I always respect it. I think that's where my storytelling comes from because mm. I'm, I'm not a one one liner guy yeah. i like long ass stories that you know meander and then eventually is like oh shit i didn't know that's where he's going yeah, you yeah, know, yeah that yeah. kind of shit so but you're so good at it and plus like you're so like articulate i had to get comfortable mm-hmm. with silence though that's the toughest part as a comedian i had to get tough because again you talk about following norm which is is sometimes virtually impossible I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Stop following this. men like fucking tricks and shit like that, yeah. where the crowd is just like, Argh! yeah, and it's like, hi, I'm gonna talk really slow yeah. for the next <laughs> twenty minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, yo, bring that other guy back, you know. So I had to get really comfortable and and uh, comfortable with myself and knowing. I no longer need to validate my resume. Mm. My resume is fucking deep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's crazy. And it's, <clears throat> and it's diverse as far as it's not just Caribbean comedy. It's not just Canadian comedy. It's not just black comedy. You know, I've, I've literally done everything, written for everything, been nominated for shit. But I don't... Flex on them. I don't, I don't yep. tell everybody, anybody, because, uh, 
you know, my life is for the people. <laughs> <laughs> my life is not for me. You know what I mean? And, and, that's, and that's how I feel when it comes to my comedy. Yeah. I don't do it to fucking... I just continue to do, you know? And, and I, I, I come out to watch you guys to remind me to stay relevant. Because mm. a lot of young, a lot of the older heads don't ever update any fucking references. <laughs> no. It's like, and so I'm playing PlayStation. I'm like, yo, there are like six now. You know what I mean? You're one of the few comedians that are older than me that I notice utilize social media. And not, I don't even know if I'm doing it good. You're doing it great. <laughs> you're doing it great. Like however you feel to do it is how it, it should be done. Like, That's what I need. To do. <laughs> you know authentic? what I mean? I have no idea what I'm doing. However you're doing it, as long as you're attracting your tribe, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're you're in a good spot. You made um, me want to lose weight from following all your stories oh, as you were getting onto your health bit. <laughs> My 90-day challenge was self-imposed, man. When I went home for carnival this year, usually we work out, but we weren't going home for carnival. And then the wife and I was like, fuck this, let me go home, yes? And uh, every fed I went to, everybody's like, cool, you get real fat, boy. And they're just poked. <laughs> yep. Poke, poke, uh, yep. Soft, that man. Be, hey, come feel this man, chat, <laughs> man. Come feel real soft, boy. <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> so as, as soon as I got home, I was like, yeah, no. Nah, Caribbean nah, people have yeah, such a, yeah. a unique ways of telling you you're fat. <laughs> like so many unique They'll ways. They'll tell you you're fat, but then they also tell you you're too skinny. Like, yeah, it's like, no, eat something. You know, there's yep. no middle. Like, there's no middle ground. <laughs> And some people's too fat is too. Some people's yeah. too skinny. So yes. it's like, what do I do? It. And it's funny you mentioned. There's no. Uh, what I've realized recently is there's no expiry date on social media content. Like, no. so at the beginning of the year, my goal was to hit like whatever thousand, like over twenty twenty three. And and uh, somebody released uh, a sketch that I wrote and starred in. Um, with Trey Anthony and Ooh. called CNN, the Caribbean yes. News Network. On After Hours. That's when yes. Tobago Slim was. Yes. was How did was that Slim. show even come to be about? Because why doesn't it exist now? It doesn't exist now because the networks, you know what it's like? They never, white people never know how to market us. Nope. And there aren't Flow. enough, yeah. <laughs> and there are not enough of us in the position to be able to go, no, no, no. What that that's happening there is great. You just just let it think that it, they'll come. People just need to find it. And uh, this is why I believe in the Illuminati less and, and less. Also, <laughs> and because also, because like these niggas are not released, on the ground. When it the premiere, uh, what do you call it? The season or the episode premiere, the, the show premiere uh, was fucking nine eleven, bro. So no. so nobody was interested in watching anything else. Like, that was yeah. That's dead. how long. That's that was two thousand one. That's how long ago that was. Uh, Why is the footage look older? <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't have high definition. Holy shit, shit! You think they gave the black people high definition? Bro, yet? no, but like. To think of the advancement in in our in our <laughs> HD TVs, yeah. it does From seem like I thought, it, I thought that was like ninety three. Yo, no. dead ass! I thought no. it was ninety no. ninety five you know minimum. No. You know what's even crazy? Like going through people's Instagram photos, and if you get to like two thousand and seventeen, it doesn't even seem that far. But the photo quality isn't as great. It drops yeah. like, and I'm just like, what the hell? This was Blackberry just yesterday. <laughs> Yo. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Trust me, I I saw some old pictures of um, my like initial posts on Instram mm. wow those filters oh yeah it was the filters that the were the worst and nobody the posted without the filter like it was you like oh to. no there's a filter I'm, I'm posting oh, yeah. with the filter yeah and man those they're so harsh 
<laughs> you remember yeah, people yeah. used to deep fry their pictures? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember the deep fried joints? Oh, Yo, the deep fried photos? When you no. filter, filter, filter no. like three that times. Me, that was me. You were, that's right. I was this guy was a guy. super fried Because you'd repost yeah, yeah. and you'd put a filter <laughs> on top <laughs> of the repost. Yeah, I super filter. <laughs> They call, me, they call me Filter Bantan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Filter Bantan. Oh my God. That's crazy. Adolf Filter. Uh, Reggie Filter. Your Filter Fish. Holy uh, shit. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> speaking so, of crazy. Yeah, so oh, go ahead. To go back to the end of that. So somebody reposted that shit and my fucking feed went crazy. Mm. And like... It was like hundreds and hundreds of followers a day. Like, brr, brr. I'm like off of some shit that was like serotonin. Know, yeah, twenty like what twenty two years ago. Or Dopamine something. levels were rising. It's, it's, I, every no, time that's you real, saw it, I, I just seen how many followers you have now, and I was like, oh, that's probably off of like you know old breakfast television. No game. man, that happened because of that one clip. That one clip, and then uh, and then I released the one with Cardi that I did from mm. the same show, The Tink Bout It. With, Think, with, well, with fucking Cardi, and that drove shit up too. That's yeah. amazing. So it's been crazy. That's but I love so that wild. you and Ron are both getting your flowers now, your much deserved flowers now more than ever because of unreleased shit Correct. that's going viral based off of like, uh, you know, Instagram and shit. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> the best thing, and this is gonna sound super fucked up, but the best thing that ever happened in my career was the pandemic was the pandemic like everything was just kind of like stat quo at that point mm. and then the pandemic uh reignited purpose mm. and and it's for like, a lot of people, gave you time yeah. to sit back yeah. and really really reevaluate like, everything I, the great reset i don't yeah. i because you know like some people like pivoted or whatever the fucking word was yeah it's like well i work at the bank but uh you know <laughs> painting's my passion <laughs> yeah i like painting nikes and, isn't it uh, great when you're already doing it yeah, and, but I, but I realized this is exactly what I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, like, mm. this wasn't a fucking man. I made some shitty choices in life. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this is like, uh, and I just we just busted our asses and and worked throughout the entire like Zoom shows. I did like Zoom corporate shows for like Google and fucking Lululemon and shit like that, and mm. it, they were painful, but. It's like I they pay. Uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> they pay those yeah. corporates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So. Love a corporate. Game. I'm I'm still contemplating <laughs> if I'm gonna go through that. If I'm gonna go through the the whole corporate thing just for the money, because their bag is like Yo, it's like turning down weddings, which I started now. Like I don't do I weddings anymore. Them. I hate doing. I hate now. weddings. I used to, but now I I don't. But I am not above being a comedic prostitute. I am not. Mm. You show me okay. enough money. Fucking whore. Yeah. Show me your jokes. <laughs> Ooh, that fucking was slut. Funny, daddy. <laughs> 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 that was funny. Joke whore. Joke whore. Joke whore. Joke itch. Joke whore. I mean, I feel are. like you can't. You can't say no when they're presenting like a good amount of. Yeah. Money you can for yeah. something. You can. Depends on how like, much money like, you got. Why? But why? Sometimes you corporate know? Yeah. I don't know. They do. I mean, I've turned down things just because I know I won't enjoy them. That's just me, though. I'm not. I'm like, like you. I'm like you, though. I, I feel like my I mean, bit of my done, soul is leaving. Yeah, we've done gigs <laughs> where it's just like you literally see your body watching yeah. you fucking dying on stage, oh, yeah. and there's nothing you can say, like nothing. That one in uh, Pickering. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. After watching you, I had to go up after you. I was just like, I'm literally going to tell these people to go fuck themselves. I didn't even see your set. I was gone. <laughs> oh, <my God>. it's, <laughs> one those, those it's one of those. It's one of those. Anybody here's like, I'm out of here. Is that squirrely tires? <laughs> 
cat. Yeah, no, it was it was it was interesting because like the it people don't understand that the science of a comedy room. Dude, it was so... Mm-hmm. And, and there was so much things... Yeah. There were so much yeah. things so going against the science. Like, so People's conducive. backs were turned. There's a booth where it's like there's chairs on either side. Fucking there's ceilings were crazy Ceilings high. were insanely space, high. The sound system was shit. The DJ booth took up the entire stage, mm-hmm. so yeah. you only had the front part to yeah. work with. You're 15 it's like, feet higher than everybody. And, and there's church God. seats oh with God. non-church yeah. old Jamaicans yeah, yeah. sitting in them in daytime. Yeah, yeah. yeah it while daytime. it's daytime outside. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, the lights are all on. Was, I was like, this there was is no, crazy. There was no food. It was like a restaurant, but there was no food. You had to go to the yeah. freaking spot like God, three doors down bro. to buy food to bring it with you. While we were in a restaurant yeah. doing the show. Yeah, 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 what yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, corporate yeah. was this? Bro. It wasn't a corporate. This oh. was just a shitty I, gig. <laughs> this, yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. this was Jay. This was Jay. Freaking uh, But <laughs> for what comedians need, for those of you guys who are probably that. wondering. Yeah, you need those you need for like the, the weighted vests. You know what I mean? But... Fucking, what comedians need is a dark room, as dark as humanly possible, yeah, where, the light, where the yeah. light is only on the stage. <laughs> Sound, microphone, low ceilings. But do you know what my theory Bar the not in is? the room. My theory on the dark room is people need the anonymity to not feel like their sense of humor is fucked up if they're laughing at shit exactly. that they don't think they should be laughing Exactly. they don't want other people judging them. Exactly. From across the room. Yes. They don't care about the people okay. beside them because yeah. they're all faced this way. Correct. It's the people kind of face towards them, angled towards them. They're like, ah, I don't want to see okay. that. Mm-hmm. And then kind of when you're looking through and you see people okay. laughing, you're like, all right, I think, yeah. I think it's okay. <laughs> it's funny I mean? when you see people laugh and look left to right to see if oh, it's yeah, bad. Yeah. They're like, love it. <laughs> Love it. Shit. It's weird. It's like everybody watches porn, but I don't want you to see my history. I've noticed great the knowledge. different types oh of uh, jokes that I've been trying, like the different reactions, like just from the crowd. What is your favorite reaction? Because some people, it's not the laugh. Some people, it's the shock with the laugh. Some people, it's like just a super engaged, like during a story that's super entertaining. My Some fa- people want to hear the other comics laugh over the actual. Exactly. No, yeah, yeah, no, I hate no, those no, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> fuck, fuck all those people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do it for the crowd. You, you ain't giving me any money and you ain't signing my check. I don't give a fuck what you laugh <laughs> exactly. at. Exactly. Uh, I love it when I think I've come up with uh, a premise that was smart that I didn't think, and and a joke that I didn't think people would get that they would laugh at. Like, uh, case in point, the uh, most present one is uh the harry potter bit that i do oh like, yeah, I, yeah yeah it, that was go. more of a joke for me mm-hmm. then it was and for then i threw it out and it how worked. and how uh, i kept it was there was a white comic in ottawa that was like yo that's a fucking hilarious bit and oh, I, so white people have to approve it. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 I get it. Caucasian approval. I didn't think it was transferable. I, oh, thought, okay. I thought it was just exclusive oh, to universal, us. Universal, right. but yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I forget yeah. that, that Harry Potter is so universal yeah, that yeah. you're just putting a spin. I'm just putting a spin on it. I just thought it was super, you know, Caribbean and West Indian and yeah. Jamaican and all that kind of shit. But you're kind of giving an insight because they yes. know a Harry Potter. Yes. Now it translates whatever so they, they didn't the know. They yeah, get the references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good spot to be that, in. That's that's and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm always still trying to bridge our culture for other people. I want to make it palatable. I want it to be fusion so comedy. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. I love our culture so much, mm-hmm. and I rep our culture. And I know my voice doesn't sound like it, and all that kind of shit. But I love 
us as a, like I love being Trinidadian, like Trinbagonian or Trinidad and Tobago and all that kind of shit. But I love our region, like the entire Caribbean region, yeah. you know. And but how, how much harder would it be if you were Saint Kitian? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All my Saint Kitts people. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Never booked for a cruise I, again. I, I <laughs> no, but um, I feel like I've always thought of that. Like if I was Saint Vincent or Bermudian or uh, Saint Kitian, like. Those places are not they they're often forgotten Correct. when we discuss the Caribbean Correct. by the masses, the yeah. people who are just like yeah. the the smaller casuals. Islands. The, smaller yeah. the smaller islands and like yeah, it's, they offer just the same amount of quality. They're just yeah. Not they're in the spotlight, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's less education from just uh walking down the street like Jamaica. You can learn about Jamaica from a white person because they've been to Jamaica, yeah. majority of them, or family members been to Jamaica, or somebody loves or Bob Marley, or someone's restaurant. seen Cool Runnings. <laughs> like, there's so many different yeah. reference points yeah. for us that are mainstream that I feel for the other islands that don't have those mainstream references. But also, it's, it's tough to compare the and again, I'm not shitting on any of the islands, it's tough to compare the other islands to Jamaica because Jamaica understands itself as a brand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, Jamaica is so big on the brand that is Jamaica. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the other islands just kind of like, you know, it, again, I don't want to make it sound like they exist, but Jamaica is so big in everything. Like, everything Jamaicans do is big. Like, yeah. every, every fucking thing. So, you know, it's mm -hmm. hard to... It, it, it kind of Without Bob Marley, things. I wonder what would have happened. Mm. Because before That's Bob Marley, great. was Jamaica that nigga? Or was it just I another one were, of the I islands? Think th I think they were always that nigga. Mm. I just don't think that people knew they were. Mm. Yeah. And what if Bob Marley was from St. Martin or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> Facts, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Think, like... Like how big was a, a Jamaicans? Peter I know Tosh. the shower posse was was, uh, was big, big in New York. Big, yeah, how big was a Peter Tosh? How big was a uh, uh, Jimmy Cliff? Jimmy you know Cliff, I mean? yeah, yeah. You know, but do they are, recognize them as Jamaican? Are they doing Jamaican enough things for a, people to be like, oh yeah, when the harder they come, the yeah. harder they fall. That's that's a, a Jamaican black, guy. A black Mirror episode. It'd be interesting. You know, I mean, that the trajectory of what it would be. But again, I just think they're you know from from. From sports to education to thing, I'm, I'm sure. Who's Trinidad's Bob Marley? Marshall Montana. Oh, he's alive. So. Uh, <laughs> well, no, anybody. It could be anybody alive. So it's I, just whoever say, put it out. If I had to say musically, mm -hmm. who I would consider uh, Trini's Bob Marley would be David Rudder. David Rudder. David Michael Rudder. Like okay. He's, he's very, uh, very articulate mm -hmm. and, and artistic and in tune with what the country is from a political standpoint, from a, a cultural standpoint, from an artistic standpoint, makes great fucking music, understands the politics of the entire fucking region and, and stuff like that, and just makes like real spiritual fucking music. Like, I don't know if you know the song High Mass, you know, give praise, children. No. Give praise. But it's a big fucking tune because it doesn't, it's not just a soca song, it, it feels more like a, a church. You know, like, yeah. like a church song, you know, that kind of thing. Like, everybody hungry. <laughs> like, so it feels more like a sermon than anything. So I, if I had to say artistically and musically, I would say David Michael Rudder. So it's not Uncle Crazy? No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Simonetic. I love him, man. Ed, He's Ed, so speaking, of, speaking of crazy, <laughs> um, Jonah Hill oh. this week. 
what's the full story? Okay, because so, I know I know the I know the ex girlfriend <laughs> posted that he was toxic and and didn't want her wearing bikinis and something. Yeah, that's that's the, the gist of it. It was his ex uh, ex girlfriend who's yeah. a surf instructor. Um, he there's a bunch of text messages he released. Um, Seemingly I, out of nowhere. I think because they <laughs> broke up. They broke up a while ago. They haven't been together for a long really? time. Because he just his new girlfriend and him just had a baby. Yeah, they haven't uh, been. To, this is like an ex from it. a while back. Mm. What something else happened this week? The Kiki. Kiki. I oh, think that might have been it. Because like I didn't that hear is it. it. I didn't hear about it until after the Kiki. That Palmer is it. So Kiki Palmer. And her man Darius, Kiki Palmer, goes to an Usher concert. I see. And um, Darius goes on Twitter, retweets it, and says, it's the outfit, though. You a mom. mom. And the internet rightfully cooked him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he went, he doubled down. Of course he did. In a paragraph, a man, a family man who doesn't want his wife out here showing cheeks. He didn't even say family man. He said as head of the household. (laughs) He went real 1950s with it. He said, respect Mm. me or something like, make me look good. I'm like, boy. I'm like, yo, one, you you guys don't even live in the same house. Two, you ain't married. And, you know, you you can't make them kind of fucking... Regardless of whether you were married or not, you can't make them fucking... I think he was really wishing that... That she acted the same way Winnie Harlow and Saweetie may have acted. Well, that <laughs> sure, but she didn't. So, and yeah. they only acted that way because she acted after, that way, yeah, and it was after. they saw the retaliation. Yeah, yeah. That, every woman was fine getting serenaded until then. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. now that it's a joke that, that they're like, doing that. And it's Taraji like, dude, it's P Henson, did you guys see Taraji, Taraji no. there? Oh, she played into of it. Of course, she she's was single. Like, she was like <laughs> rubbing all up on him, like going down, yeah, like yeah. doing the most. You know who I want to see? Thirsty for him. That's oh, wicked. She, what's her name? She's married. Uh, he said she's married. Regina married? Regina King? Yes. Yes. Or Regina Is that Hall. the light skin from, from Scary Movie? The light skin woman from no. Scary Movie? No, that's Regina I'm, Hall. Regina, Regina Hall. Hall. I always get them mixed yeah. up. Regina King Boondocks. is from Boondocks. Yeah. yeah. Regina Hall. That's who I want to see Usher Serenade. She's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that that interview she did when she was on uh, <laughs> in that movie with Kevin Hart, Terrence Howard. I mean, Terrence J. Uh, uh, Turtle from Entourage. Oh, uh, think like a man. Think like yeah, a man. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, doing yeah, the presser, yeah, yeah. and they weren't ta- asking her any questions. And so she, she just started starts. just like sitting on everyone's lap who was answering the questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is so hilarious, dope. man. So she would be great, but. Yeah. So Darius goes online after that, after everyone gets at him, and he says, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others, and he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. Okay. And then he deleted his Twitter. Because <laughs> um, they started pulling Threads up all... Twitter. His the Twitter was deleted. It's all on, on threads. Uh, they, they pulled out they receipts of him pulled doing, out, talking some shit? They yeah. pulled out, and it wasn't... You know how it goes. It's never oh, related to Yo. what's actually happened. It was everything it's just, else. Well, let's pay, let's, it's a character assassination. He said stuff about Alton Sterling. Would you like to read it? Oh. <laughs> what would have happened if Alton Sterling listened and followed orders when the officer yelled repeatedly to get on the ground? What? People like, tend to ignore the fact that you're supposed to obey the law regardless of the circumstances. Alter, Alton Sterling didn't comply. Alton Sterling could have made the situation easier for everybody if he would have followed orders and get his ass on the ground and not resist. 
the caucasity Uh-oh. in those tweets. Wow. We need to find Uh-oh. out. He is mixed, isn't he? Yes. You know who Do we is? Gotta, does he have a white mom? You know who oh, is? He on. gives listen, me white listen. mom energy. That was, that no, was, no, no. I think he could have uh, won the Bob Marley route, though. I would bet that one. Okay. You know who his brother is? Uh, Saras, whatever, Jackson from oh, okay. uh, Insecure. That's his brother? Yeah. I what like is that, it, Dre? dude. That, is yeah. It, um, he what's was, his uh, name on Insecure? Yeah, his name is Dre. His name is Dre. He's a great actor. What, that light skin dude? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, the man. tall dude, deep voice. Oh, the yeah, one yeah. with the swinger, the swinger dude. Yes, the swinger couple. Yeah, oh. that's his brother. Yeah, oh, Saranis, Saranis, is it Jackson? I think it is. And people I mean, were calling this guy broke. Dro, Dro, Dro. People were calling this guy broke, and that. I don't think he's, <laughs> I don't think he's broke by any stretch of the imagination, especially to be in the same circles as Kiki Palmer to Correct. to meet her and yeah. for her to vet you and then date you. I don't think so this guy's what, broke. So what happened was I seen the backstory on how they met. I watched the pod. What pod? did you see the pod? They have a podcast together. Oh no no no! I didn't watch that. Baby, it's Kiki Palmer. Yeah, that, oh, that no, no, podcast. No, no. I didn't watch that. But um, I just saw that it was actually her brother, like the brother Saranis, who talked about it, and he said that like him and Kiki were in the same place, saw his brother Diddy's with house. him, and was like, "Yo, your brother's fine. Like, tell him to like get at me, whatever, whatever." And so like that's how they came. It's all because of Issa Rae. Issa Rae's rap party at. Diddy's house. This is all coming together now that, yeah. that you tell me that's his brother. Diddy's house. I don't know if you guys remember those videos that went viral when Vinny had a rap party pandemic. with Issa Rae. Yeah. And the whole cast was there. And that's the day that they met. And yeah. because of Insecure and the success of that. Imagine, like, the butterfly effect when you think Yo, about these yeah, things yeah. will fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. But the, Insecure doesn't. If Issa Rae doesn't do... That YouTube series. The, the Kiki Palmer doesn't have a baby. Awkward black girl. Awkward black girl. But how, yeah. how ironic like, is that? That his insecurity show. <laughs> so it says that their background is his mother is Panamanian, Jamaican, and Native American. Oh, I got to support him now. <laughs> and his father is African American and German. I got to support him oh, now, man. So you're saying it's the German side I mean, that was nah. true. My name is Dalton. <laughs> so yeah he goes he says his piece and um you know i feel like kiki palmer is super private we didn't even know she had a man until she had a baby so i feel like we're not gonna really know what's happened until like i feel like if you followed her then you do because i knew that they were together she had posted them oh okay oh no oh that's what she said times you know what i mean and um i'm talking mass majority yeah the mass majority probably didn't really realize um but he actually tweeted other things that had to do with there was a football player that got charged or whatever with rape. I don't know if the charges actually went through. And he brought up, oh, is this another situation in regards to a player that was falsely accused? And so then they started going in about that, like him encouraging rape culture. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then he said some other shit about like women again. So they dug up everything. They just dug up him. everything. everything. That, that's right, and yeah. that's what happens. And now, allegedly, they've unfollowed each other on social media. Um, it was I went and listened to their podcast yeah. just to get a better idea of like their relationship, dynamic. I guess, and dynamic. And <clears throat> they seem really cool. They seem like they get along really well. Mm-hmm. The mom's on the podcast with them. She's gloating over him and, and all that stuff. So... I mean, it seemed like they had a great relationship. I don't know <laughs> what happens from here. Is that is that a breakupable offense for you? Like, is that a is that? 
cut no. off. What, like a dude trying to police you? Well, not even police him, because I think it's a little deeper than that. The fact that he did it publicly yeah, yeah, yeah. leads me to believe yeah. that there's more than just I'm telling you that I don't like what you're wearing. Because... If I want to tell you that, I can text you, I can call you, I can see you when you're leaving the house. He was, he was looking for validation for sure. He was looking for validation from outside sources. And he was sources. looking to like embarrass, kind of embarrass her. her. Yeah, yeah. that's what but it I was. Think, I think that's how, I think social that's what social media does though. I think social media takes out that aspect of shit that you would normally just call a motherfucker for or like text mm-hmm. somebody that you know you put it out. What do they call that shit? Doxing or whatever the fuck they call well, it. Well, yeah, when you, doxing, yeah, when like, you uh, when you uh, release someone's address and number, phone oh, number, that's, that's doxing. doxing that's yeah. Fun. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but this would be just like exposing. Yeah. But I think like, I think he was like you said. I think he was probably going for validation and shit just unravel. I think he also wanted to quickly. embarrass her because you know her platform. Yeah, that's, that's my thing. Though, like I feel Yo, like with him, that you would do that with too. him because mm. realistically he he wasn't really doing much. I remember when she talked about him and she was like she started her company and like allowed him to start filming and producing and stuff because that was his aspiration Mm -hmm. so he wasn't established like at all you know yeah and so he essentially needed kiki to help even more you know his his brother's not at the level of kiki that Mm -hmm. can call shots like that um but i i really think that he he should have just kept his mouth shut like when you're in certain positions like that and you know that there's a person that's like out there, celebrity, popular, whatever. I feel like as the significant other, you should know that you can't do certain things. And that was something that he shouldn't have done because it's a bad look all around because now Kiki's in a position where she's forced to deal with all this stuff. If it was just the you're a mom, whatever, but now it's him coming, um, talking about like black people dying. Yeah. To police brutality. Now that they've dug up everything. Kiki is such a person that's like pro-black. She talks out on this. She's come out saying that she's like bisexual. She's like said all these things, you know. She's very a liberated person. And now you got this person who is leaning on the conservative side. And it's like, okay, this isn't good. Like, especially for her brand. She's got to make a decision. But it's also like... Puts her in a compromising position. This is such a stupid argument. They definitely... I'm going to blame postpartum. I think it's because they had a baby. Mm -hmm. Relationships aren't the greatest after you have that baby, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like he's having a problem with her continuing to work, now getting so much publicity because she's got these new curves and everybody's like now fascinated Mm. with her sex appeal. And he's spending a lot of time with the baby he's at the hotel with the baby you know he's the one that has to be behind the scenes taking care of it he's bobby brown and so there's like this whole dynamic <laughs> there's like a relationship war between who runs what he's not feeling it and it all has to do with like pregnancy like she might i don't know what she does behind closed doors but like what if she isn't feeling certain things in regards to him and she's like vocally saying well, with their podcast, their podcast, they seem they seem to be on the same page about a lot of things. It seems like they, they like they've discussed a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And one thing that he's definitely said is that he knows how much she protects her brand, mm-hmm. right? And you raise a valid point. 
she has been getting so much more attention for the way she looks mm-hmm. post baby mm-hmm. than before that. And I think before that, for him, it was manageable. Mm-hmm. She's Disney, Disney's Kiki Palmer. She's right. a family she's brand. She's funny. She's like she came into her womanhood quirky. even more yeah. after yeah. becoming a mother, like a woman should yeah. and naturally does. And now that she's got a little bit extra curves and 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 a little bit more appeal to the public, I guess in that regard, that could, I, as a man, I could understand feeling a certain way, especially when you're not out there doing those t- type of things and you don't have that type of attention that you kind of yearn for. I would, I could understand feeling that way, but it doesn't warrant the actions no. afterwards because yeah. now Shannon, you're just trying to make it even by lowering her, not raising yourself. Shannon Boudram made a video discussing this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, hypothetical, she said, but she made a great point that a lot of people think in general, women, men, that you have a baby and your body's no longer going to be the same yeah. in a bad way, mm-hmm. right? A lot of women have, like me, body issues coming up. You don't feel good. You don't lose the baby weight instantly. Mm-hmm. You don't have this like new sex appeal like Kiki Palmer yeah. does. And so he probably was in the mentality like, you know, this is going to be our time where we get to lay lay low and take care of the baby, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. thinking that Kiki wasn't going to have this crazy like and she 180 went right back to work yeah but 180 <laughs> physically yeah. and where everybody's like yo you're fine as fuck like you yeah. might have thought you were like cute yeah. beautiful before but yo you're fine yeah. yeah and he wasn't prepared for that because yeah. in his head he just thinks that women have babies and now they aren't as fine now they're mothers you wasn't know what he, I mean? wasn't yeah. the one that was that so took the photo of her like when she naked yeah. when she was naked yeah. when she was pregnant Acne showing. It was cool, damn right. Yeah. Why why the double standard? Why? Because she fine. (laughs) Now she fine. Now she usher. It's like an insecure dude. And again, I guess that would be the thing too that it is usher that you'll never be at that level. But if the fact that it is usher is the reason why you should not be worried. It's fucking usher. He's usher. He's like Kiki Palmer has been a celebrity for twenty years plus. She knows Usher. You think she's never met Usher in her life? No way. At that point, you and you're you're a part person that yearns to be in this world, this industry. You understand when things are just content. Yeah. And you know your girl who literally the night before tweeted in capital letters. I'm sorry to say this, but I love my man. The night before. Yeah. <laughs> like, what more validation do you, you need? Know. She does a podcast with you. She included you in her work. She's including you in her life. Like, it's just... Mm-hmm. When she really doesn't have to, you he's, know? He's home in the hotel with the baby, and niggas are calling. He's like, yo, you see your girl in fucking Usher? Yeah. And he's just like, fuck this shit, man. I'm going to tweet some shit yo, out. Like, How that, much of that, that was To be that homies. easily swayed by your boys is sad Listen, enough. But that That's happens. Sad but you're, that at, happens. you're acting like that doesn't happen, though. You I'm not like acting like it doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm saying it's yeah. sad. Yeah. You, like, <laughs> if like, you can't honestly, as a man stand on your own too and make your own decisions and you gotta be swayed by your niggas like that's crazy yeah, yeah. especially when you know the inner workings of your relationship better than your boys I used to it, say it, this all the time and I know it sounds super crass and when guys were like ah you pussy whipped or whatever two things I would say is one uh, pussy is the operative word in that in that phrase and two until you can suck my dick better than my wife uh, then shut the fuck up <laughs> Yep. I'm not gonna find out, but <laughs> until you do, <laughs> yeah, correct. correct. <laughs> Don't let me know when you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's um, crazy. I was gonna say that, like, 
having, I have a friend that is in that situation that's currently um, exploring a divorce because her husband (sighs) couldn't take the fact that she went back to work. She's a working money woman. She's the breadwinner. And he isn't doing what he was supposed to do. Like he wasn't at work. And he literally had told her like, yo, I like I'm over here playing Mr. Mom. Yeah, but that's not her fault. Yeah. <laughs> that's a you problem. Like that's what I'm my saying. thing is like, but you like had this is nine how men months. really this is how <laughs> you had nine months yeah. to figure it out. This yeah. is how men really think. Like I know not a lot all of men, men yeah. but there are men who really think like this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the littlest thing can trip you them ma- off and make them do like the stupidest things because they're insecure about it. And I don't think it's the majority either. I think that with cases like this, like you're never gonna hear the good parts of sides of this because it's the good. Nobody's interested in that. Yeah, yeah. It's these bad moments yeah. that stand out mm-hmm. and make everything look larger than it really is. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think the majority of men put in that position are thinking that. I think that there are definitely some men who are, are emasculated by staying home and taking care of the kids and I've seen men who literally say, I don't know what to do with this. Well, that's the thing. Emasculate, when a man can get emasculated, that's where toxic masculinity breeds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, oh, now you got to compensate. And then now this toxic, overcompensate. Overcompensate. And that toxic thought starts to kick in. And, you know, maybe, maybe old values and principles that were, you know, left there from the past Mm -hmm. just bubbled up to the surface. And and he got exposed in, in a moment of weakness and now he's got to pay for it. Him and his wife got to pay for it. The whole family got to pay for it. And it's still, as uh, I think because we're on social media a lot, we think that a lot of people are pro- this progressive yeah. thinking and mm-hmm. all that stuff. There's a lot of men that still don't know that they don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's not that yeah. they don't want to be better. They don't know that there is a better. Yeah. So it's like, it, we can't take the social media and paint that as everyone because it's... If you're tapped in on social media, you're tapped into those arguments way more often than the person that doesn't fuck with Instagram, doesn't fuck with Twitter, is just out here living life and thinking based on what they were taught, which, I mean, if your dad, if you're like 30 years old right now or more, your dad is definitely still way more traditional. It's not this progressive thinker. It's not, you're still supposed to be the breadwinner. You're still supposed to be taking care of the home and she's supposed to be doing that and when you're in a real I'm marriage so, and a real so relationship, bad, yeah. so I feel like you figure shit. out those dynamics yeah, yeah. and you realize none of that bullshit even but matters. But for us, and again, not to pull my relationship into the thing, for us, the biggest thing was working on whatever issues we had before, like the big things before we, we said we were going to you know, go forward. And once we fixed that shit, all the other shit was just fucking easy to fix. It was just mm-hmm. a conversation. You know what this I mean? kind of mm-hmm. leads me to believe they weren't ready. And maybe that it just happened. The yeah. baby just happened, yeah. and she's kind of finding out some things about him now because of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially if you said that on the podcast, they were talking about like topics that they seem to be aligned on, mm-hmm. and now all these tweets are like surfacing, surfacing and stuff like that. Like, what if he was just like, "Yo, this is my opportunity to like get Come in up. where I fit." In. You, know what I mean? like, you know, like. 
that would be a sad reality, especially because of who he's dealing with. It is. But like, do it to a bad person. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know. It only works with the good people. Bad people see your snaky ways (laughs) because you relate. (laughs) Yeah, no. That'd be sad if that's the case. I mean, I'm hoping for the best. Whatever the best case scenario for her is, Mm -hmm. God bless. Um, She'll be fine, man. Yeah, she's a palmer. She'll be fine. There's there's no way. We figure it out. You guys should have seen Same house. It was the same house at one point, man. <laughs> <laughs> same house, same boat. You know what I mean? Just got split up. I don't know if you, I don't you think I've ever told you this, but you're the, my dad. What? Well, no. <laughs> my family uh, last names: uh, Perez, Alcacel, Lopez, Mayor Rojas. Uh, Spell Palmer. Palmer. And we call our family uh, our family reunions or the Palmer reunion. Wow, <laughs> we're destined to be brother. Yo, that's <laughs> my God. That's a, that now we got to go on a totally tour, the Palmer yeah. tour. Let's <laughs> that boat went in a totally different. Direction. <laughs> <laughs> went around the world. Oh man, um, what else happened this week? Uh, oh yeah, Jonah so Hill. Jonah so Hill essentially, I feel like stemmed from that conversation from that, yeah. where oh, she God. felt like she wanted to put him on blast. Like, yo. Like these people exist in all forms, even some of the popular ones. And Jonah Hill was like throwing around the word boundaries, and it's like, is it boundaries or yeah. is it not? What would you like me? That text, yeah. This one or yeah, this one? This one right here. Oh, okay. Um, I guess she took down a picture or something. He's like, good start. You don't seem to get it, but it's not my place to teach you. I've made my boundaries clear. You refuse to let go of some of them and you've made that clear. And I hope that makes you happy. And then he sends like a screenshot of her Instagram with her surfing. He took so many screenshots and just started multiple videos and saying like, um, Oh, these ones are not in order. Oh, this one. Plain and simple. If you need surfing with men, boundary boundary less inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful i am not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place of place of joy i support it and there will be no hard feelings these are my boundaries for romantic partnership my boundaries with you based on the way these actions have hurt our trust says one of the stars of wolf of wall street (laughs) listen i mean this is the thing it's like he's not like swearing or being aggressive it's just so condescending yeah. so pompous it's so prick it's so but douchey have like have you seen his documentary the one the one with the therapist, the therapist? which is why this is fucking shocking to yeah. me because the humility dope. it's such a pretty dope fucking amazing oh, one of the texts said i'm glad your therapist said that like he brought up a yeah therapist brought up the therapist like I, be, like, I think they've been to a therapist together the way that he said it the way he phrased it it was like he won a point in front of the therapist uh, at some point point. and, and he brought shit. it and threw it back yeah. in her face again yeah. but fucking, and so. it's so wild she did send a text message that's or no an instagram dm where he sent one of her surfing pictures and like the hard eyes and was like when am i gonna see you see and she was like so it was fine before but now it's not fine you met this person as a swerf surf instructor okay mm. when you surf you wear bathing suits like, like you're what on a beach you if 
she wants to you should know about branding yourself if she wants to get more clients or do brand deals or whatever she's gonna have to post surfing videos you gotta look the look like and this she is a guy wasn't that went, busting it open she's friggin busting a wave like yeah. and it's didn't jonah hill like purposely try to lose weight to rebrand and become more presentable correct. you know on camera yeah. yeah so here's a guy that used vanity to push his career mm-hmm. and get him further and now he's looking at his girl or his ex at least and complaining about it it's it's a double standard someone sure. said this is the this is what happens when you date insecure fat men well this that is the thing it's like, like the fact that know? people are expecting wow. some sort of a romantic uh womanizer <laughs> from a dude who like remembers uh what was it super bad yeah, the funny thing about my back is that it's on my dick <laughs> <laughs> like that's a guy that had to ha ha his way into pussy at, yeah. at, for his whole life up until that point yeah mm-hmm. and now he's rich and he can have demands or requests or whatever the case may be and she's young and he doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to navigate this like yeah. he doesn't have the experience in the field he was never a gallus yeah. like mm-hmm. he, he was well, never Brad a Pitt that's a that's a tough thing to try to, to be it, in the to first, first climb first out of in. incelery yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. tough yeah. work brother yeah. tough in work at least word. peak in high school yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least because yeah. then you got a little bit you know a little experience there you My took favorite. a couple of years off maybe hit the gym get the get back I don't know it's just a lot <laughs> happening does he have a daughter <laughs> celery does he have a daughter is it the baby a boy I hope or girl? not I, have, I, I don't know I don't know if he has a daughter mm. um, okay if you guys are doing a raffle mm-hmm. right say you want to give away a MacBook mm-hmm. and you're doing a raffle <laughs> is it bad to ask people to pay for said raffle. Say it's like $5 tickets to enter the raffle. No. Like Isn't that standard I for a raffle? That was normal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, how, how ra- ra- Raptors work? 50 50. Drunk, you know, you, pay, you buy a raffle ticket. So there's nothing wrong with that, you correct? Buy a t- that's how you get your chance. Sky Jackson. That's what they do with Young child Disney star, um, who I think Kiki should reach out to. <laughs> um, she d- opened a raffle to give away a MacBook. Right, and she said, "Any money that's extra, I'll get another MacBook and just give that away as well." And people were just got at her and started like just <laughs> destroying her online for asking people for money, saying she's broke. Um, this is not going to y'all. Like, I hope you guys know she's bagging the money. But and there's a Disney star that's literally on two shows right now. She's been on one show since 2011, an animated show where she's a voice, and she has a, a show where she's like the lead right now. Mm-hmm. And to think that this girl needs money is just insane. Did you see it? No, I didn't even see but it. But reading the so feed. You guys know yeah. I do not, like, I am very fine in my life. I don't need, um, no, I didn't. it is called a raffle. I don't know if you guys have been to school before, but I know I've been to school. And we used to have raffles all the time where a ticket might, but it's a physical ticket. You might get, five, put in $5, $2, whatever. And you get a prize. Like, people do raffles all the time. Like, is it wrong that because she's rich, she's asking them for money to buy the MacBook? Is that what the angle is? I think that's it. 100%. It's yeah, like, oh, so you couldn't buy the MacBook for the, you're going to make us pay for the MacBook? But if you but win, it's like you win if you're, you paid $5 for, for a MacBook. MacBook. Correct. You know? <laughs> like, I don't understand I don't it. Wrong. If I know that it's going and, and if there's excess and it's going towards other MacBooks that people could think, then yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that. Like, I know, uh, see, the thing is, Pod, they just put out a raffle today to uh, win Beyonce tickets. Ooh. You pay $50 and $75 for a raffle ticket, 
and you could win Beyonce tickets. Mm. So it's like, you know, that's 50 and 75, and nobody batted an eye. <laughs> you know, um, when you, there's certain comedy festivals where it's pay to play, where it's like, all right, mm -hmm. su pay to submit. And you, mm -hmm. you submit. And you don't always get it. And picked. you don't always get it because mm -hmm. they're just like, okay, yeah, cool. You paid to submit this thing. I think the payment is for them to take the time out to watch your shit and to like all, all the stuff that goes behind, you know, receiving it, looking through it, da da da. You're paying for their time. So I, I get that. But then there's a lot of people that are just like, why can I just send this to you and you tell me it's not good enough? Why do I got to pay for you to do that? That's That's a very spoiled and like ungrateful way of thinking because people just don't want to do the work. But mm -hmm. I also think that's the, how you weed weed those kind of motherfuckers out. True. Mm -hmm. True. You know what I mean, like it's like, well, if you're not gonna pay for it, then the people that do pay for it, then like you said, they're they're get entering the comedy raffle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. With the and and your and your purpose and that just shows that like you actually care want about it. That's the thing. Well like when you career, right, you're paying down. You know, you're betting on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But then I guess this because this is a, a possession. They're like they're betting on a possession. But I th I do I do think it's possible that because they see this, she's got two shows and she's rich. It's like why are you asking for money? Kind of shit. That's probably what it is. But again, at the same time, it's like why am I spending my own money? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I could group together, if I had a charity, um, yeah, I I would donate it to my charity. But I'm just trying to do something nice. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I don't understand it. Um, so, but I feel like all the people that lose are like. So you're telling me I bought that fucking winner her computer That's exactly and you didn't? <laughs> Bitch. You know? People are just broke. Um, <laughs> Don't blame I, me, blame society. Is it just me or is the internet like... Do you feel like you're seeing more ridiculous things to go viral than we've ever seen like previously, like there was a lot of things. Like we can't forget Tide Pods, Cinnamon Challenge. Uh, there's there's been a lot of dumb like things the that the internet done. TikTok challenges have jumped but there the shark, is, man. There's just so <laughs> much. Like okay, I saw this girl. Jules, thank you, Emma. Mm, ice cream, so She's good. on Beagle. Okay. Thank you, Monty. Thank you, Bila. They Jackie. send stickers yeah. on Beagle yeah. as payment, like payment. Yeah. right? So the stickers come up on the page, and it'll say who mm, sent the sticker. So this girl's entire live is her having, she has like certain animations and things she says or does depending on the sticker you send. That's like the... And she just says your name, thank you, blah, 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 and does it. No. And it depends on how much you send her. So say you sent her two popcorn, she goes, yes, popcorn, yes, popcorn. So this is the her whole life is. This is the whole life, and people are sending her money. No, this is instant cameo because people want to pay to to be acknowledged by you know whoever's doing the drop on cameo. This is literally instant cameo because the people pay you and then they get to hear you say something right away. But it's ridiculous. But that's it's the same as the sleep ones. Remember when they're in the bed and then you can pay certain things. There's a girl who made a hundred thousand dollars in a month sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping so on you, Twitch. Like you, I should be a millionaire. You sleep, <laughs> and then people will pay for different alarms, like fog. Oh, like, uh, that one. Yeah, the Asian one. Alarms, yeah. Wake you like, up. There's a there's a in like especially in uh, <laughs> Asia funny. somewhere in Asia. Asia yeah. I feel like it's China because China's TikTok so integrated there. There's like these sleep farms. Okay, so it's a factory filled with fake rooms. 
with this screen behind each bed. And behind each bed, the screen has send this sticker and um, I'll clap like a seal. Send this sticker and uh, the, the fog will fill the room. The smoke machine will turn on. Send this sticker and the alarm and the sprinkler system. It's just a whole but range of options. And people are just paying for this and you're just seeing mayhem while someone's trying to sleep. Yeah. What? It's, yeah. it's dystopian. This is what I'm talking about. The most ridiculous shit. stuff that we're seeing. This guy... A hundred hours of straight crying. <laughs> I feel like that's just a loop. A hundred hours. No, he's on live. And he's got the timer beside him. So you can see it. So you know it's not on a loop. A hundred so hours straight. That's did four days. No. A hundred hours that's straight of crying. Four days of crying. <laughs> Bro, Did I seen see these the twins. Wait. These twins. You remember the island oh. boys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Patrick been bumping their music. Yeah. The island that's boys. A, that's his That's his Eminem? That's crazy. The island boys. <laughs> this Yo, your man, they got good red beats, man. man. <laughs> that's crazy. They got good beats. If you, got, if you grew your hair a little and got some tattoos, you kind of look like them. You could be the third you brother. You got to lose the bargain stocks. That's Toronto right. <laughs> Island boy. Not in so they're now shows. making out. What? Oh my God. Yeah, they, they kiss each other now. I watch, I've like seen like brother? two or three watch videos. It? Watch it? I watched two or three videos <laughs> where they're kissing each other and licking each other's necks. Wait, the Island Boys? Yes. They're for sure from the Epstein Island. 100%. Oh, that, 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 that picture, picture that came out? That's, that's I don't some, know if it's true, but... Epstein Island shit right there, bro. Yo, it's just so wild, man. Like, the internet. And then even just the food porn. Have you guys been seeing... Mukbang? No, the people that... Especially men who are, like... Oh, they try to sexualizing sexualize food. Making food. There's yeah. this one fish nigga that, that used to... He'll cut the fish and spank the fish. And <laughs> spanking the fish. And then peeling it off. And then, like... they. People hire these niggas mm -hmm. yeah. to go to their homes, and spank their cater, fish. and spank their fish, feed them like, bro. It's fetishes. I just love when the they, world's they'll, they'll getting show, ridiculous. They'll show their, their partner as they're getting fed in the background and just be like, I'm just cheesed <laughs> watching their girl get fed <laughs> by these porn it's singers. The same, it's the same with like Salt Bay though, you know, when he does that. And well, that's he, like, a little different. I guess Salt Bay did different. start that shit. Not really. Like well, uh, hibachi restaurants have been doing that forever, right? No, like for sexualizing him to feed food. It? Oh, you mean sexualizing it? Because he was it. feeding. Like, Is he, he was the like, first ooh, food porn like, nigga? Is he really? Maybe. I think he, was, he might be. He's like a good looking person, you know? He had like. Because remember, he used to spank the meat too before he chop it up. Yeah. Everything that he did was so like. I think we need to do wow. research on that. Somebody, somebody needs Salt to... Bay sexified food. That's crazy. <laughs> we need and to kill that nigga. I'm joking. There was, I also saw a video. It's like you of, sent the Terminator back. <laughs> I also saw this video of, I don't know if they were in Africa. I think they were in the States, but this girl cooked for 100 hours. Yep. Um, to she broke the record, the yeah. Guinness, Guinness World Record. And she was cooking Nigerian food, I think. People were outside cheering her they had, like, on. They had an event. They had an event like crazy. People just came and partied while she cooked. I'm wow. just like for hundred hours straight. I could do that. She That'd didn't. I think it was she didn't stop yeah, for a hundred hours. hours. Bathroom break, obviously, she, but like she was standing cooking the whole time. Yeah, standing cooked the whole time. Good no, Lord. she would get uh, twenty seconds. 
or 20 no. seconds or like less than five like, minutes. Yeah, they give you, there's like Im- implemented like bathroom breaks. And shit mm-hmm. like yeah, she got, would like, get less than five minutes to like sit down and people would like rub her feet and rub her back. And then wow. she'd go to the bathroom and like eat something quickly and then go back. <sighs> But she didn't. Sleep. The misogyny in me is loving that. That's great. The patriarchy. <laughs> Woman in the kitchen, a hundred hours. Wow. That's, what, that's what our fathers dreamed of, right? Wow. Am I right? That's why wow. they moved to this country. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming through, bro. Oh, really you appreciate you, We're man. We're not going to talk about Beyonce. If we ain't got time. I'm so sorry. I'm wow. So sorry. We can talk about it real quick. Let's the talk world about is talking about Beyonce. Like all of Toronto is talking about Beyonce. Let's yeah, talk about it real amazing. quick. Let's talk about the women that were uh, stuck in traffic for so long. And that they pulled off to the side of the road and started shitting and pissing on the, side on of the, the road. lake shore. What are you yeah. talking about? I, there's a video of a horde of... I'll let you guess what race women all right, all right. are at the side of the road in... <laughs> And group, it was a group of like twelve women just yeah, scattered, multiple. shitting, not just peeing, shitting on the side. on the side of the road because they were in traffic waiting for Beyonce. So you mean the pee hive? Yeah, I was looking for the, the fecal matter version of that. Of course, I can't you were. say pee hive. Of course, you were. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh god, that's hilarious. Um, but it looked magical for the two days. It she was. started her North American leg here. Yeah. Alicia attended night number two with yes. with hubby. How was it? It was so good. Yeah, like I literally danced and sang the whole time, and that's not who. Yeah, because like, you don't be knowing the words usually. I you know knew the, the you know Beyonce. I know the words to the songs that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, what, how about this? I heard that she. Can I go break my song? Can I break my song? I heard like, she opened up with four ballads. Yep. And yeah, then somebody she went said the Dangerously funny... in Love. Then she went mm. Flaws and All. Dangerously in went, Love off top? Yeah, then she went I Care. And then she went. I Care. Yo, something else. Someone I can't said, remember. Beyonce cold opened for herself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She really did. She did the four ballads and then it was like an intermission. That's when she had like the videos playing and she went and she changed. And then that's when we were welcome to Renaissance. Renaissance. And then she started it and then she started mixing in like some of her old classics with the renaissance wow. and wow. she had like different little intermission breaks where she would do costume mm. changes and stuff and everybody would get off stage and she had like this whole visual storytelling that, that thing. screen looked unbelievable it was ridiculous it was giant ginormous yeah, man. screen but, man everyone kept on telling me that went like oh we wanted to hear her classics and it was just all like the other cuts i'm like well i guess this is her b-sides <laughs> <laughs> her b-sides but why was, i don't think you, well i guess when you hear that she's doing two hours of performance Performance, you think it was you like think. almost three. I was about to wow. say it's gotta yeah. be like close to three. Yeah. And she's but she did classics off top. Mm. Yeah, no, she did mix in some. Some people really wanted like more like crazy like, in love. She did crazy in love. So she what did, did dangerously love? Me, and myself, and I? No, she didn't do that. Uh, um, like a boy. Oh or I was a boy. So the first four was one plus one as well, I think. Halo? Did. Uh, she didn't do Halo. She didn't do like a boy. She didn't do drunk in love. So she didn't she do did. four. Basically, <laughs> she didn't do the album. Four. Well, no, one plus one is on there. Oh, okay, I'm pretty sure. Okay, and yeah. flaws and all was flaws on there. and all. She did flaws and all. Yes, that's Ooh, the second song. Wee. Dangerous and Love to flaws and all. Oh to my I care god! To what a treat! It was either right. one plus one. Was this your first time I seeing care. her? I know nothing. Yeah. About wow. Well, <laughs> like when <laughs> when I worked Wait, at the so she didn't Canada do any Carmen Center, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when I w- worked at Air Canada. <laughs> <laughs> 
she came for uh, the Beyonce one, that self-titled yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. And I, before that, I was like, oh, Beyonce's cool. Like, I like her, but I'm not a fan the yeah. way that people really were. Yeah. And so I went in and I watched part of it and I was like, holy fuck. I was like, this Beast. is why... Yeah people Damn. last love of a dying her. breed man last and of then a dying that breed. after that i was just like i love beyonce but this was my first concert i am contemplating on going to another city because it was just so good and there's so many different elements that i feel like i wasn't even oh, able sure to take yeah. in so many things yeah. like i'm back going on social media i'm like what the hell did i where was i i yeah. didn't even leave there's like, that one woman at the, the show yeah, yeah. you know what there's I mean? that one woman at the show she's been to 66, 66. Beyonce shows yeah and this is her six for the renaissance tour alone unbelievable my thing with people who say like oh they didn't play enough x y and z they market it as their album like you know she released renaissance Correct. so you should know that that's what she's that's what going to play like performing they did that for somebody else too like Some, uh, yeah. shania twain or something like that i don't know who yeah. it was it was like an older artist who released the album and then went on tour and, and they were like no we wanted all of your classics yeah. it's like mm. Yeah. we can't and I'm artists not... get tired of playing those like yeah. you gotta yeah, understand yeah. how much they've toured those yeah. and sang them like i want to work on my new shit like but let renaissance me do it was a fucking good ass album. to me it's her best project and it was and she a played it exactly bomb ass album and she played it in Ex order exact order she, yeah, she missed the, that's sick. she didn't play thick though like she didn't play all of the songs but she played it in order so was there like wow. a story that went with the a Not story? really a story, but the transitions are important for some of the songs uh, on the album. The the some of the transitions are so seamless you don't know the no, song. No, the whole ended. album. The whole album. I don't care. The whole album. You could go through the thing and be like, oh shit, this when is a is new it? song. Yeah, yeah. Like it's great. literally, it's the perfect it, to me, it's transition. Perfect, like, it's her so best amazing. Project. Best but that's project. how Silk Sonic designed their album the same ways. Like they designed it literally to play it from the first song all the way to the last song. Mm. And that's how it was in their Vegas. But usually artists don't do it in chronological order on mm. stage. That's true. Which mm. I would personally love because that's how it plays in my mind. That's how it's programmed. Yeah. That's yeah, how you're, it's you're programmed in my mind. This, this was so flawless that she had to have done it. You know, it wouldn't have made sense. Like the, the sequencing, yeah. Matched yeah. to go to the uh, next yeah, okay. one, yeah, that makes sense. and then like she, yeah, yeah, and the then sequencing was perfect, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she sprinkled in like the classics that just made sense for it, and like she did the little Nina easy, Skies, like, uh, I want to, I want to, yeah, yeah, and yeah, she like referenced like a bunch of women. She had like this whole bit and where Tina Turner? she, um, no, I don't mm, think so. Okay. Uh, she had this whole bit where she just named off all these different women, like Jilly from Philly, um. What's her name? Uh, the one that's very androgynous. Janelle Monet. No, 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 no. Androgynous. Grace Jones. Grace Jones, yeah. Oh, like I'm Grace, Grace Jones. Jones. Yeah, and so she just <laughs> said like all these different, she said Nina, she said like all these different people who are part of that world and black women who came before her as well. Grace and Jones it was just, and like, Boomerang? so amazing. Oh my God, she was and then so she good. brought out some of the, <laughs> like the Vogers, I guess, like this, Oh person, yeah, 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 yeah. Honey yeah. Balenciaga. Guy from New York, yeah. People that dude were, that was freaking from New York. jumping down yeah, the yeah, steps yeah, 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 like yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah honestly, I my my, my knees joints hurt watching. Yeah, looking at that shit. <laughs> I'm like, how often does this guy actually or this person actually like trip and fall going down the stairs? You I know don't know. I mean? But they're gonna make it, they're gonna make it look like it's nothing. I remember when Beyonce fell in Toronto. That's oh, one of the only I remember cities that. she's ever fell in. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. that big red dress and it was yeah. too long and her foot got caught mm. and she fell. It was like a hard fall too, like way harder than Michelle's. <laughs> <laughs> like way harder. They That's had to use the Michelle numbing spray. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got any uh, manifestations that you want to pull off? We do something called manifestation moments here. Mm-hmm. And you can manifest anything you want. And anything it will happen. you for, want. For myself or just for Just you. for yourself. For you in your yeah. career. In your All life. for you. Because ten- the tendency is it'll happen. Uh, the manifesting that I want to do for myself is uh, to write a one-man play that eventually turns into a television show. Nice. And it's called Dual Citizen, D-U-E-L Citizen. Oh, that'll never work. <laughs> 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 no, that's great. That's amazing. So, Dual Dual citizen. citizen. So that's I'm, I'm battling my like uh, my, my North American side and my Caribbean side. Mm. So it would work. It's gonna happen. Yeah. It would work. So that's, uh, this this country needs a Caribbean show. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say this country, this city. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as a result, I feel like the country would would enjoy it if it's done the correct way. Wasn't that, that what the sense. kink was? The kink in my hair, uh, in a sense, not necessarily. But it was based off a play that was already. In in, pro- in yeah. production already, and whatnot, yeah, it was already it was already thing. flushed out. So I was like, I think something written for TV specifically, correct, and um, especially focusing on the immigrant experience in correct. Canada, we've seen it work every other way, correct. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't see how it would not. And it's, it's literally what my life is. It's a layup between between my wife and I being you know immigrants to the to the country and stuff like mm-hmm. that and, and still be I feel like stuff. one show that um, seems to still be working is Bob Hart's Bob uh, Loves Abishola yeah, yeah. or Bob and Hart's Abishola yeah with, with have uh, you ever heard of it never it's no. like of a African woman who's like yeah she's Nigerian she is obviously an immigrant and um, she ends up she's like a nurse and she ends up meeting this guy in the hospital fat white guy so she sells sa- socks she say so I guess whatever he was supposed to die or whatever she yeah. saves his life and then he falls in he love he falls with in her. love with her yeah. and like it's yeah. on multiple it's on multiple seasons it's like kings and king of queens but yes, like, like can we do this yeah. without the white savior can we get one of those shows but she no, was she was the savior not him sure she's the savior sure I'm yeah. gonna watch and the show he, and I guarantee. Why is his name first? <laughs> <laughs> watch her, you watch the show and he's guaranteed like, he saves her in some way bigger than know. she's ever saved him. <laughs> Guess he, who called immigration? Called her. <laughs> he was over there trying to like court her, come into the house, trying to like. Work. And I think the she, parents. Live shit, the par- like her parents live in the house. Who's playing yeah. the white guy? The dude who was um, uh, what's her name? Uh, she's fucking hilarious too. Um. The, the chubby comedian, white comedian actress. She was Ursula? No, they had their own show. Um, they were married. Not King and Queens. No. Bill Gard- but Gardell? God, what's the show? Uh, what's her name? Oh, that guy with Molly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike and Molly. Or Mike and Molly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was Ursula, sir. Yeah. Oh, is that? I never watched the show. <laughs> I never watched the show. Yeah. I, just know, I just know her from like movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's hilarious. She is my one of my favorites. So funny. Comedians. In Bridesmaids. Oh, my gosh. Incredible, so man. Good. Incredible. But she's so funny and everything. But thank you for having me. Thanks man. for coming through. Thank you. You guys check him out on Breakfast Television. Right. Um, this course. guy's a legend. Stand up. Any stand up coming up? I uh, got Just for Laughs gala that I'm taping in a couple weeks. Um, also, Trinidad Can versus Jamaica, Jamaica Comedy Clash. Yes. We actually got picked up. We're going to be at the Elgin Theater for Just for Laughs Jeez. 42. Big up uh, Jay Martin. Yeah, and uh, also going to be on the red carpet for TIFF for uh, Breakfast Television, uh, acting the fool and talking nice. some shit. That's what's up, man. Uh, we need to bring home. back Three the Hard Way. 
three the hard way, and we're going to bring back uh, the Brown, Brown Back Tour. tour. Yeah. And how can I get a job as like a part-time like Comedian? reporter? No. <laughs> that only does the fun stuff, though. I don't want to do any of the That's work. his job. I know. <laughs> you like you have I so have much no, fun at work, bro. Dude, I have no crazy. idea what I'm doing, which is the best part. So. Just winging it. That. Just winging it. Awesome. Amazing. Um, really July 19th, Comedy Bar at 9.30 p.m. We got a, a bunch of comedians coming out for you guys. Uh, tickets are going so make sure you guys hit up the link in our bio for tickets mm-hmm. um, big norm is back hey. Extra gravy delivering comedy, the jokes baby. extra Hello. gravy comedy um do you have anything coming up i do not just scarborough shooting stars i think that's really it so, scarborough yeah. shooting stars of course they call them shooting of course thank you guys so much for tuning in i'm marlon i'm norm i'm alicia and that was the extra gravy scoop scoop even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.